ass Tyler that doesn't uh, know how to speak, you know, proper American English. Oh, what's that all about? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're being such a hooser. <laughs> My timbits have been cold. Welcome to Stasis Lock, everyone. I'm your co-host, Primal Sabbath. We have a uh, a double dipping of guests for you tonight. Uh, but first, we'll get through some introductions. Uh, Mike, where can people find you? You can find me everywhere as Angry Mike. Yes. Rebrand has successfully happened. I like it. Dalton, where can people find you? You can find me everywhere at Daltonian CFs or on the Stasis Lock casting couch. Josh, where can people find you, man? Uh, you can find me on YouTube at SLB Vlog. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the same thing. Sweet. Tyler? Oh, hey, my guy. It's the Deathcore Meth Whore here coming at you with a... <laughs> and a... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's the most upbeat Deathcore anything I think that there ever, ever will be. I love it. I think there uh, there may be some Deathcore fellas in there uh, thinking that you're you're a phony. Incoming Bree in a one, two, three. Pigs wheels. Go ahead. Shout to Pigs yeah. wheels. And of course, Caruto, where can people find you at, man? You can find me at uh, Facebook, Twitter, and our blog spot, and also our YouTube channel at Cario Fansubs. Awesome. I was going to say, don't give away your real name. No. It's a secret. <laughs> there's a secret. <laughs> Cario is Batman to Transformers fans. That's right. Just, uh... I like to keep a low profile. <laughs> uh, ooh, wow. Okay, we got it. Um. <laughs> A little bit of technical difficulties, of course, per Hangouts. But real quick, we got Josh Fisher in the chat. So we have some questions for you, Car. You know, uh, you, you, you do some things. You fan sub some things. What I believe you have a very recent release, which is uh, why you're gracing us today. Yes, yeah, yeah. We just uh, just released uh, Beast Wars Neo. It's the last of the uh, the Japanese Beast Wars uh, series. Uh, previously to that, we did uh, Beast Wars Second, and uh, that was uh, a fun time putting that together. Um, think, Beast Wars uh, Second was a blast, and it's because I got to see like the twenty of them in yeah. like one shoot. Yeah. So for those who know, like uh, Primal Sabbath uh, helped us out uh, with uh, some of the uh, the review of the the, the fan subscripts and stuff. Just to, we're trying to eliminate any kind of like spelling mistakes and stuff. It's better to have multiple people uh, take a look at the uh, the subtitle scripts. Like uh, Takachan, who's my translator, um, her and I worked together uh, on this on the initial script, and then you know we sent it to Dakota, and then it was a little bit of back and forth, and then just you know kind of massaging the translation. Same same thing went with the uh, Beast Wars Neo as well, and uh, yeah, it turned out quite well, I think. There's some irony for you. The uh, <laughs> dumb Southern boy knows how to spell. <laughs> hey, yeah, real. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. now, if you could teach the Clear Redden boy how to speak, that'd be greatly appreciated. Ooh. Man, <laughs> uh, he's called Cariudo Subs, not Cariudo Dubs. Am I right? <laughs> That's right. No dubs for us. <laughs> Hitting it with a zinger, dude. No, it should just be you doing everyone's voice. Oh my god! I'll mix. I'll mix it with Pro Tools. If you just send, <laughs> just send me like different recordings. Nobody, nobody even has to sound the same episode to episode. Uh, what's really cool, and I do want to uh, kind of plug it real quick. You've got all of Beast Wars Second and Beast Wars Neo uploaded to your YouTube channel. Yes, that's um, right. 
Yeah, but so, the real meat and potatoes is downloading that torrent because you get yeah the the torrent so is a, a little bit better. It's like high, higher quality. There's a whole bunch of extras in there, and then there's also the option of uh, changing the subtitles from a uh, Japanese original style to a Western style, where we kind of we we knocked off some of the, a little bit of the swearing and stuff like that because Beast Wars Neo actually has a lot more harsher language especially between... dude break's my hero that's yeah. my spirit that's my spirit beast Wars yeah character. break and colada those guys are just they're nasty at each other man they were they were at each other's throats and, I, and at one point like i think colada's they're walking through some uh like i guess it was the episode while we've been eating and uh the uh and i think they're walking through the gut of of this this monster or whatever and colada is just like you know i wonder if, you know this this thing like probably as an asshole at the end or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, I'm like, and, and I'm saying to Taka Chat, I'm like, we can't, we can't put this in here. Like it's, it's you know, this is a kid show. She's like, but, but that's what he, that's what he said. And I'm like, all right, well, I, you know, maybe I'll soften it for the Western stuff. Just so like, you know, if there are any parents who are like, you know, watching this with their kids and they don't want swearing and stuff, like, okay, well, we'll soften it for that, that those tracks. But we'll leave the original like as is, right? I don't, I don't want to, you know, I mean, if that's what he's saying, that's what he's saying, right? So right, and it's more than so. It's more than just like uh, call signs and like maximize or terrorize, you know? Yeah, so that's so right. yeah. So. so we just kind of softened uh, some of the uh, the the more of the uh, the harsh <laughs> the harsh language in the uh, the western. Uh, you took you took the spaces lock out of it. <laughs> <laughs> basically, basically. Yeah. So, uh, but but yeah, man, like the extras really is where it's at for, for yeah. the torrent download. Yeah, Walrus Law. He he's he's a great guy. He's uh, he's helped me out on on the last number of releases with uh, just a whole bunch of extras. Like I don't know where the heck he gets half of this stuff. I think he's like he's he's going to auctions and stuff like that on Yahoo Japan. He just he gets all this rare stuff. And I'm like, that's the thing. Like I go to auctions on Yahoo Japan and I don't ever see any of that stuff. He's got to be going to like shops. You know, he's got to be you know boots on the ground. Uh, scouring no, you know, he, different places because he doesn't live in Japan, but he's oh, uh, really? yeah, he's he's just constantly getting like rare stuff, and I'm I'm just amazed. So he's just like, yeah, no problem. He goes, I'll, I'll hook you up with whatever you need. Maybe know. maybe he has an in. Tell 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 him to tell his in to hook me up with some, uh, yeah. some Japanese prototypes. <laughs> well, like I won't tell if he won't tell yeah. if I just uh you know send a mysterious person however many hundreds of dollars and get a, <laughs> a mystery package. Uh, we can all just uh all sleep better at night. Yeah. So uh, we're going to kind of go down the list, same way we did intros for these questions. Mike, why don't you kick it off? All right. Question number one. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> what got you into subtitling? Okay. So basically years back when uh, I first uh, worked on uh, Car Robots, um, prior to even actually subtitling that, um, my wife and I were just recently married and uh, she's she's from a Japanese background. Right. So I was, I had a, I downloaded something off of uh, Transformers uh, 2005 there, that, that form there. And they had like uh, a, what they said was a fan subversion of car robots. And my wife was watching it with me. She's like, you, you know, that everything that's written there is incorrect. And it's not, even, it's like made up. I'm like, really? Like, and, and my, I, like, I knew Japanese at that, but I, and so I kind of figured, yeah, there was some, there's something wrong with the translation, but I, I was just kind of like kind of watching it more for visuals than the, than the translation. So I said to her, you know, we, we could probably do better. She's, uh, she's kind of like kind of hesitant because she's, she's not a big fan of translating stuff. Um, 
but I wanted to take a crack at it. So, you know, we, we translated the, uh, the first four episodes. And even after I was comparing the translation we did versus what was originally written on scripts, like night and day. And I'm like, okay, this is, yeah, clearly this is bad. And I, it, I think that kind of was my drive was to, to provide, you know, accurate translations for uh for fans out there i i don't like it when people just kind of make stuff up and just kind of like oh you know this is a translation it's like no it isn't it's, you're, you're just making crap up man so right yeah. and it um, takes the authenticity like someone out of we know yeah <laughs> it's just a oh, dude Who's so uh that? they're they're cued into you know who uh you know so, who oh you know you know who oh, it's a, you know who okay <laughs> but yeah i, I don't know like I like some folks uh, they complain about uh, like TV Nihon like how they translate and stuff. I don't I don't usually have too much of a problem with TV Nihon. They're they're pretty uh, they're pretty accurate for the most part. Although they they throw in uh, the odd Japanese word with a you know a little like sub note at the top and stuff. But I I I just don't like it when people are just making stuff up. They don't know anything about the language, right? And and when it came down to like car robots, it was it's it was probably I think out of all of the shows we like, you know, that me and other folks have worked with me on, it was probably the hardest because it had tons of Japanese culture, like stuff that like we don't have here, you know, in the West, like, you know, like Zabutons, like it's basically a, a cushion. Right. And, and there's a Japanese show where uh, you have a bunch of comedians and if they make something funny, they get additional cushions to sit on. Right. So at one point there's like uh, the character Gusher who's saying something like that in car robots. And I'm just like, okay, well, I don't First know how to translate that. <laughs> best, best country in the world. Uh, that's where i'll get famous is in japan yeah i'll have the the most cushions i hear they i hear they really do like saliva out there too so (laughs) you're the worst oh man but yeah anyway so i always tried to you know make sure that the the translations were as accurate as possible um you know and it's also understood by folks who are you know reading these subtitles because not everything translates over properly especially jokes like jokes and homonyms and all like if you watch um uh beast wars neo you'll see that uh there's the character hydra right he he's making a whole bunch of bad jokes and 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 in the uh if you watch if you download the torrent i've included like a, a, a pdf file in there that um that has like the original like you know, actually what he's saying in Japanese. And I try to work as best as possible of the jokes into English. And it's very hard to do, right? It's, it's something you have to kind of get a little creative with trying to, mm-hmm. you know, keep true with what the original meaning was, but also trying to make it so that Western audiences pick up on just how bad those, uh, those jokes were. So. so as far as a ratio goes, how much was it uh, paraphrasing and how much is it exact translation then? Uh, for which the jokes are you talking about or the overall well, just trend? just overall overall like it, it's it's i would say like i i didn't really need to do too much paraphrasing like it's it's pretty okay. much it's it's pretty it's it's pretty accurate there's there's some stuff like um when like uh Unic- like later on in the series unicron is talking to magnetron and he's trying to drop that hint that it's like I'm not actually Galvatron. I'm actually Unicron, but in a energy body. And so I had to kind of adjust it a bit, but I sent that back to Takachan to, to take a look at. And I said, look, I understand what's trying to be conveyed here. 
but it's like the 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 way he's saying this and the way we have to kind of drop that hint that there's something else that's going on here. Like I have to adjust this a bit. And she said, yeah, that, that was fine. And, and it still keeps true to the original meaning of the sentences of what he's saying to, uh, to Magvatron. A lot of the issue too is timing, man. Like that's something just, I think yeah. I, I think I was, I had more between Beast Wars second and Beast Wars Neo. Mm -hmm. I had more of an issue with just the, the time, like, making sure words stayed up the longest and yeah. not necessarily the actual like spelling or yeah, sentence and structure. Yeah. And I'm glad you pointed the, those things out to me. Uh, like, because the thing is, is that, yeah, like certain, sometimes like the way they say in Japanese is very quick, but it actually needs a, a lot more explanation. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, the, it's just the translation. It's like, it's not something simple like nani, which means like what, right? It's it's something yeah. not a lot like not not like the word natsukashi, which is it's kind of like good old memories or or that's nostalgic to me, right? So you know lines like that might need a little bit more time on the screen. So Dakota, like you know, he, he always pointed those things out, you know, when uh, when when they were required. He's like, yeah, you might want to consider maybe adjusting this sentence to something else. So it's a little quicker to read, but comes off with the same meaning, right? So. Mm. Those kind of things were were very uh, very helpful. Yeah. Nice. I tried. I wanted it. I wanted it quality. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We all do. <laughs> That's a fact. To this, yeah. All right, Dalton. All right. So, which series did you have the most fun with? Um. Well, it's hard to pick one, but you know, Car Robots <laughs> was one of them, just because of the the research and the culture um, behind you know a lot of the stuff in the show. I really like the characters in in, uh, in car robots and kind of like Gel Shark is you know classic as well. <laughs> it's like he's just awesome. Japanese I, or English, he's 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 a great he's a great character. Yeah, I need to sit down and watch the the sub. I've only grown up with the Fox dub of it, and when I know it's bad. Yeah, well, that, yeah. The it, Fox. it started out okay, but it you know like because there was an event that happened here on American <laughs> soil, they had like pause production and go back and change some of the other episodes and edit some things out and do this and do that. Um, yeah. I, I think, think there's only 39 episodes released over in North America. How many yeah. is there in Japan? It's, 30, it's 39 in Japan as well. Yeah. It's oh, okay. Yeah. Originally the show I think was scheduled for a lot longer. And then I guess due to budget constraints and stuff, they, they shortened it down. Um, We're going to make Armada toys. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually one of the few that I, I still really enjoy R.I.D. on this side of the, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure Car I mean, Robots yeah, is fun. fun, but I, I like R.I.D., yeah. yeah. I think it's a great show. Car, Car Robots, uh, I, I, prefer, I prefer it over R.I.D., only just because it's it's the original. And they, they really screwed up, like Fox Kids screwed up when they when they translate a lot of it. Uh, from my understanding, like after talking with, uh, what's this, Michael Mo What's his name? I, I forgot his last name. He was, he was the voice of Experon, I think, in uh, uh, Michael McConaughey. Was that his McDonough? McConaughey. No, what yeah. McConaughey? I, I forgot. Yeah, it was I forgot now. So, um, but anyway, I, I spoke to the. He was the voice actor for uh, for Experon, um, in, or no, no, not Experon. Ironhide. Ironhide. Sorry, he was the. He was the oh, voice actor for Ironhide. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he, and he said Matthew that, yeah, McConaughey. Yes, yes, that's who it is. So sorry, <laughs> it, it, and it's been years since uh, I spoke with him. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. So he he said that um, that yeah the uh, the a lot of the translation was done by Japanese university students who were kind of like in, in like just kind of studying English, right? And so they wanted to just do it on the cheap. 
So that's why the, the translation turned out pretty poor, right? So you have like characters like Exbron, you know, in, in the, the North American one who's kind of like, doesn't, doesn't really like heights, whereas the Japanese one, he's totally all about getting, you know, high, the higher the better, right? You know, he loves <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's crazy. It, yeah, it's it's, it's a, a bit of, a bit of a mess on the uh, the western release, unfortunately. So, but yeah, you're right. Skybat is probably the best character, yeah. just in general. Yeah, <laughs> I love the three the three little Predacon guys, man. Those uh, yeah, those little dudes, especially in the Japanese stooges. dub, it really it really comes off as like they are stooges. I mean, it was kind of like that in the RID show too, but you know, just with the the over the top that uh, they do in like the Japanese dub. Yeah, like their personalities were completely different in the ja- in the Japanese version. Like Gaskunk was played like kind of like he was gay <laughs> in a way. That's <laughs> okay, they gay. Yeah, they, Gil- Gildor, he was he was uh, he was played up like a kind of an old samurai kind of uh, kind of character, a little bit more like has a bit of, bit of honor, I guess. And then um, and then Gushiro, like he was just yeah, he was. He was Pretty similar, actually, to I guess the was a slapper, right? That was the uh, the English the English name for him, right? He was the frog, yes. yeah. So yeah. Yeah, there wasn't too much of a difference for his character, but the other two they were quite quite different. Cool. Yeah. Oh, Josh. Uh, yeah. What's up? What's up? <laughs> 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 I didn't. I didn't know if you uh, if you wanted to ask the third question. Or, sure, I will go okay. right ahead. I didn't. Uh, yeah, it's been a long day, man. <laughs> All right, no, he's, he's making up his own. He's going rogue. Oh, what's up, Carayuda? <laughs> She's like, what did you have for breakfast this morning? Wait, wait, wait. Just, that wasn't your bacon. <laughs> have oh. you ever thought about reaching out to Hasbro or Shout Factory to see your work have an official wide release? No, we haven't done that. Um, we wouldn't be like against <laughs> an official release being, you know, uh, you know, done. You know, it, it would be it would be kind of nice, right, to see it on store shelves. Like, I guess it, it all boils down to a business decision um, whether they think they would be able to make money. One second, hey Mike, you want to take the mic away from your nose? Dude, it sounded like he was snoring. Yeah, somebody was breathing directly into it. Yeah, it was. It came from your mic. Yeah, it was all you, it, baby. It couldn't have been, but okay. Y'all got thunder. I yeah, we do. You got gas. Oh my god. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I actually have gas, but it's thundering outside. I mean, that's why I was outside. It was my front yard's flooding. Oh wow. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah. yeah, going back to the question there. Yeah, I mean, if. You know the work is is done, right? I mean the subtitles are there, right? I mean it all it would just have you know just be a case of them kind of reaching out to us. I mean I I don't think I don't know we could reach out to them and say hey guys you ever think about doing this? But I mean they might be like well you make know, that we'll paper. So so here's the thing because they didn't contact you to do that. What if they decided to take your work and publish it? Without paying you because it's their, uh, their property. The, the only is that only, something that could happen to you? Um, I don't know. See, that's a that's a very good question because I, I know the the guy who did the the translations for Headmasters, Master Force, and Victory, right? And mm-hmm. they, I think, it, I don't remember which is the 
the company was it Mad Men or, or something like that out in I think Australia they, or they were or whichever company I can't remember now but they reached out to him and said hey you know we we we're trying to secure the license for these Japanese series and we'd like to use your subtitle and, and he did get paid for that work um, which is great you know and so but no no one's reached out to us on this I mean fan subs you know legally speaking they're they're not legal i mean we don't have a lot right but you know it's been 20 years right and none of, none of these shows saw an official release other than car robots right which you know is you know it's dubbed right but it's i think the uh the license is kind of in limbo right now i don't even know if like disney really owns it or, or Saban owns it i don't know it's kind of all yeah over the place. which I mean, hasbro could technically own it right because didn't hasbro like if- yeah, I was gonna say they bought Saban. So if Saban had it by the time they acquired it, then I think then Hasbro would would own it again. But that's if Disney didn't have like the Masters or something like that. I would think because yeah. I know like I want to say like this. I remember I remember kind of um, doing a little bit of research on like the '90s X Men because Saban like paid for all that, but Fox owned it. Mm-hmm. If I remember right. Yeah, I don't know. So, it could be in, in uh, some kind of legal like limbo, yeah. knows, right? It, you know, it would be great. Like, I mean, if you know, if they took the subtitles and didn't even ask us permission, I'd kind of like just shrug my shoulders and go, "Hey, whatever, right?" Like, everyone knows where the the subtitles came from. So, but and you know, it'd be nice. You know, I mean, it's their work. It's you know, it's their their license, right? You know, mm-hmm. it'd be nice for, for sure. some kind of credit. You know, which which would be nice, but, you know, I mean, but at the end of the get day... Get name on a box. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. the, the thing is, is that at the end of the day, it was about uh, getting the fans to understand these shows, right? And, and you know, the, a proper... Tra- giving them a proper translation, and, you know, it's, it adds to the TF wiki there, right? So, for all the uh, folks on the AllSpark that uh, contribute to that, so... Yeah. Man, yeah, that's a... that's That's got to be a madhouse over yeah. there. I'm sure. I'm sure a saber blade and the the rest of those guys they're they're, they're having fun uh, updating the wiki. I, I'm not doing that. Oh no, that's their, that's their thing. I've done enough work. <laughs> All right, Tyler. Uh, will you translate other forms of Japanese media, such as Legends, Unite Warriors, uh, packing Japanese comics, Beast Wars Second, and Neo Manga, mm-hmm. etc.? Um. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> That's always on the table. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> like, that was a Dakota question. Like it's almost signed by him. Just about. <laughs> right just sheet. about. Yeah. Like that's that's one. Like of the questions I got, that one wasn't in there, and I was like, I want him to answer this live. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all right. Yeah. Like I mean, you know, there was a, a, a forum post I put there on the Allspark. Uh, asking just actually asking everyone like you know what out there in terms of japanese material because i can't possibly know all of it um is is still not translated and my god did i get a lot of, <laughs> lot of information oh, and, kiss, and kiss players. adding to the original post i'm like holy crap like there's just so much right so yeah there, there's a lot of stuff out there i mean uh, one one of the allspark members uh i think verity Carlo was, was her name. She she asked me if, if I wouldn't mind translating the last chapter of Beast Wars Reborn um, because it hasn't been done. I, I think Hydra had done the, the the three chapters and then the fourth one was left undone. So I said, you know what, I'll I'll take a stab at it. And then, uh, you know, it's not going to get done anytime soon, but um, 
yeah, I, I think it's something that's so a question. A question for me: Where would I where would I find that those uh those first three chapters? Um, it's on the AllSpark actually. They have, okay, it's on the AllSpark. The po- if you, I think if you do just do a Google search, uh, just oh, look okay. up uh, Beast Wars Reborn uh, translation and and put maybe Hydra or something like that. There, there's oh, a translation there that he had done. Cool. Back, yeah. And I know you. I know you've done a few of the the little legends, Takara Legends pack yeah, in. Yeah. They, like, like, is there a centralized like location for all of those, or is that one of those deals where it's just like? I think yeah, it's all. It's actually on the Takara Tomi website. I think they 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 have them just archived in there, right? And they're all they're all. Well, I mean, I mean, of, of your tra- of the translations. Oh, of the yeah. our translations. It's actually on our our blog spot. If you go there, you can see that. I, I also I went into the TF wiki and I, I I mentioned to some of the guys there. I was like, hey, you know, I'm gonna just link the translated version here at the bottom of the page, right? If if we had if we happen to have done it so they're like yeah that's fine right so okay now are you going in order with those or is it just kind of like well i was kind of just doing them kind of at random at first like if 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 there was like a a set thing where we're like hey we want to do all of these Mm -hmm. yeah we might we might go ahead and do that but i haven't really uh you know really thought about you know actually doing all the legends comics or the night warriors or anything like that because uh, until now <laughs> because like, I'll, I'll be honest man like that's that's believe it or not you know like i would love to read like the beast wars neo manga with like black big convoy and um you know even the the other japanese beast Wars stuff but like really truly the legend stuff i would love to just be able to sit down and take a look at all that you know yeah. Like I, I do like the uh, some of these 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 packing comics and stuff like that. Like some of the artworks just absolutely beautiful. Oh, I think it's Hayato Sakamoto. That dude is crazy yeah, good. Yeah. I mean, and that's why we we translated the Blue uh, Big Convoy comic uh, as part of the uh, the release. I, like when I saw this, I was like, oh my god, it ties totally in with Neo. Like timing couldn't have been more perfect. And I said to Takachan, I'm like, hey, you know, do you mind if we just Kind of slip this one at the la- at the at the end there once we're done uh, translating Neo and I said I think it it would be great for the fans right to to have something to kind of re- to, to understand that bridge between the end of Beast Wars Returns which is Beast Machines over here um, you know and where you know Beast Wars Second and Neo kind of pick up so yeah oh so yeah. Second and Neo take place after Beast Machines that's correct. right. Yes, yeah, blew my mind too, man. Like, and, and wow. Tyler, like, we we have that little pack in comic with our blue big convoy, but like, you know, there there was no telling, but that is included in the in the translation in the yeah, if, extra. If you go to our blog spot, I, I posted the um, the comic on there as well, so folks could read it. Right, so it's that's uh, awesome. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go download that. Yeah. Now remember, you got to read it from like right to left. Yeah, that's. I know how to read a manga. Yeah, that's the thing I didn't, dude. When he when <laughs> like when he sent it to Japanese. me. He sent it to he sent it to be translated and he was like, take a look at this. And I was just like, uh, where do I start? <laughs> like, so it was dude, it was confusing. I was like, okay, I gotta go here and then then I do do this. Do I it was like moving around like one of those uh puzzles. Those little, yeah. those little square puzzles. Yeah. Another thing that uh we've been asked uh to translate at one point was kiss players. So <laughs> I, <laughs> there goes the neighborhood, right? So <laughs> Shout out to uh, yeah, Tulala. We're gonna give a give a shout out to Tulala for uh, for constantly bugging me there. (laughs) Can you you translate Kiss players? I'm like, I don't know about this. (laughs) I mean, I I would have sent them a bill for therapy. Oh my god! No, I mean the fandom totally needs it. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, that's something something real quick that Cryotex Customs meant, uh, pointed out in the in the comments was like that one panel just undid all of Beast Machines. Yeah. Like all of the uh, the whole which we don't we didn't really see all of the planet. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, we just saw where Vector Sigma was. Mm-hmm. So there could be if you I mean if you if you look at something that was kind of retconned, mm-hmm. you know, twenty years later, maybe. Yeah, we all have to remember as well that the you know the timeline from the Japanese series is completely different from that of the the Western series, right? So I mean, right. the, yeah, it's like I even like you know Beast Wars Reborn, like it takes place in the Galaxy Force like universe, right? Which is Cybertron over here, right? Yeah, um, it's it's uh, they 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 do a lot of know, alternate time jumping and whatnot, right? So yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, who's up next? It's me. Uh, what advice do you have for folks who want to learn to speak, read, or write in Japanese? Well, um, I guess from my own personal experience, like part of marrying my wife, and you know, you know, we have we speak Japanese. Marry uh, into them, huh? Dude, I'm I'm already I'm already on that conquest. Oh, <laughs> I'm already I'm already on that journey. It's yeah. been a rugged uh, yeah. experience. I've grown quite the beard. Back. I gotta call my lawyer and file file for divorce. <laughs> <laughs> but, but for you know, in all seriousness, seriousness, like you know, prior to getting married and stuff, like uh, you know, I, I took a couple of uh, Japanese uh, lessons in university and stuff, and then uh, you know, there was also like a Saturday like a Japanese conversation club that I joined and uh, used to go there. That was a great way to actually meet. Uh, like students who were from Japan, like they were studying at the university and, you know, you, you could learn what it was like to listen to the different dialects and, you know, and then learn, learn new words and, you know, um, other kind of jokes and whatnot. And, uh, you know, when, when you're, when you're to diversity. Yeah. <laughs> diversity. Yeah. And, um, what was it uh yeah and just basically uh, you know trying to immerse yourself in in the language uh will help you speak as much as possible i mean and you know and trying to learn you know if you're, if you're speaking with someone like don't be afraid of making mistakes because they, they can help you out they're like no no you you, you have to use a why instead of a guy in the sentence or whatnot right i mean i i've i made so many uh friends from uh from that time where i was uh picking up uh, the japanese language and uh, you know i now, like when when my wife speaks to our kids, right? Like in in Japanese, like I don't even I, I can just understand what she's saying. I could just constantly reply back in English to them, right? And they know that I can understand what she's saying, right? So, it's uh, you know, it's it's interesting. I mean, you know, I, I've been learning this for like over 15, 20 years now, right? So, I mean, so you're saying it can't be sexually transmitted. <laughs> Probably no. <laughs> otherwise, <Dude>. otherwise, <laughs> we wouldn't have a problem. <laughs> That's the most Josh has said in the past twenty minutes, dude. He came in. He came in. He came I'm in out, with I'm fire, tonight, everybody, and tenacity. <laughs> My God, that just came out of left field. <laughs> Welcome to Stacey. Oh, wow. All right, Mike, you're up next. Uh, what other non-transformer related Japanese exclusive media are you into? Um, we, I mean, I, I, I personally like Rurouni Kenshin. Uh, Takachan 
likes it too. I mean, some of my other translator, um, and I can't remember what her, she used to use as her handle, so I'm not even going to bother trying to remember now, but um, she really liked uh, Rurouni Kenshin also. We translated um, one of the, uh, the the stage plays in Japan, and at the time, that actually caused a lot of controversy because we're not a part of the, the Takarazuka fan group, and when we released that, there was a lot of, I will call them activists, that basically came out and threatened us. And In said, this country, that means terrorists. And I'm like, what the heck is this, right? And, you know, they're like, take this down. Uh, you know, the, the company is going to come after you and sue you. And, and, and so basically on Facebook, it was like a battle between Rurouni Kenshin fans that followed us and Takarazuka fans that were like, take this down. And it was like, you know, people were like, you know, you, you guys are a bunch of late, get late, uh, lesbian and gay activists. And we don't, we don't, you have nothing, no business here. And it just, what? Jesus. It was, guys, it, it was nuts. It was absolutely nuts. And so I was like, you know, I'm, I'm getting tired of managing the, the Facebook page. And so I was like, okay, you know what? And, and you know, since these, these activists fans are worried about, you know, Takarazuka getting upset about, you know, fan subs, which I don't know why they would think this way, but I mean, because if you go to Nia Torrance, there's plenty of them on there as well, but they say, oh no, you know, there's none out there. Like They want to kind of keep it as a niche kind of thing behind closed doors. I don't know why, but anyway, so we were like, okay, you know what? We'll, we'll pull the torrent. And then I found out, like, I think about a week later that somebody reposted it. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I did my part, you know, whatever. And Dude, uh, 100%, like, if, if the if the second Neo torrents ever got pulled, like, I'm just going to go to my library with a thumb drive <laughs> and just stick it in a computer, upload it, and just, like, like, the local libraries here, like, do you can download whatever you want. On like programs, they don't have anything like those things are so virus ridden. But I'm surprised just... he doesn't have backups right now. I do actually. <laughs> yeah, I have I backups mean, of all of my media. Yeah, I mean, there's backups of those backups. There are. I have two backups. Yeah, but I mean, the, the other stuff that we we like to subtitle is uh, is a Japanese band called. Uh, they're called in Japan. They're called One Ok Rock, and then here it's called One OK Rock. They they're actually breaking out internationally. Um, they have some like really great music and we translated like a number of their songs and interviews on YouTube for uh, folks to understand. And I mean, one of the reasons we did is it's kind of similar to how I kind of started, you know, fan subbing was that I didn't, I hated seeing like crappy or incorrect translations and Takachan got pissed of seeing crappy translations on the net of, and in Japanese of like, you know, of some of their music because one Ok rock, they, they sing in both English and Japanese. Right. So, there's people that, you know, said, oh, you know, this is what it means. And she's just like, that's wrong. I hate this person. <laughs> she's like, I want this thing fixed. <laughs> and, her, and, her, and her and her husband are, you know, they're huge one rock fans, just just like myself. And so I'm like, you know, I, I'm down to translating this stuff. And, and she was really passionate about getting these things done properly. Right. So and, and you know, we had some great conversation, uh, you know, when we're, we're doing this over Skype and then, you know, and we're, you know, trying to understand the, some, the deeper meaning of some of the songs. And, you know, I think I think we did a great, great job with the work that we did with the with the translations of those songs. And uh, I think uh, the, you know, at least the at least the Japanese community has uh, appreciated the, the hard work that we did because they actually have something that's accurate. And some of them were actually quite surprised of of the kind of work that we did. And they're like, wow, yeah, this is totally different than anybody else has translated before. So, yeah. 
that's really nice. Yeah. So I have a question I'm going to slip in here before the next one. It'll kind of tie into it. Sure. But why Beast Wars? What made you want to do the fan dubs of the Beast Wars series and like car robots? Why why those specific series out of the, all the Transformers series um, well, that are Japanese well, and don't have subtitles? They're ones that it really they're kind of exclusive to Japan. I mean, car robots, I mean, it was it, it became robots in disguise here. Beast Wars Second and Neo, like were just never translated. Uh, or they were they may have had maybe, I don't know, a handful of episodes translated years ago. Right, and, uh, and it's just it was something that you know it was like, hey, you know, I'm I'm up to doing this. Taka Chan watched a few episodes. She's like, yeah, I'll let's let's do this. Let's let, let's translate this, you know. And you know, it, it really, uh, I'm really happy that we did. It closed a chapter on you know on a couple of you know two or three shows that you know that were never translated properly before, and you know it's you know I think the community is is happy about this i hope <laughs> it's nice to, to finally have these things uh, translate at least in my view you guys also did stuff like uh you did zone yeah that's right we did, we, we did, did legend yeah i was gonna say you did legend legend of the microns yes uh, yeah yeah me and uh and another guy just decepticon uh sorry just chop busters yeah that's the name he went by uh he he and i worked on that together and uh that was that was that was not as difficult as beast wars uh you know, second or Neo or even car robots, because a lot of it was just very standard Japanese. Um, and yeah, I, I think we did a fairly good, uh, fairly good translation at it. I, I think that if, if I were to go back and, you know, kind of go back to car robots and, and have like Takachan go through that again, she might, you know, tweak some of the translations, but overall it was, it was accurate and stuff. Same with legends of the micron. That, that was actually night and day compared to the, the, uh, the dub. Like they they really messed around with a lot of the, the characterizations. I mean, the dub was just rushed, right? I mean, they had so many mistakes with characters being called one thing and another. But uh, you know, that's that's kind of why we 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 went back and, and did that one. You know, I got you. And you also for the for the G one guys out there, uh, you did what was it? Uh, Scramble City yeah, or Operation? City, yeah, Scramble yeah. City. Yeah, we did that one as well. Yeah, and uh, End Zone. Um, I don't know if we'll we'll do any other the the earlier. Uh, G1 stuff. Uh, that was crazy seeing Ultra Magnus like pre movie. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, there's 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 some differences. Like, I mean, the Japanese timeline is a bit different. Apparently, like, you know, there's a you know Galvatron two. If you guys have seen any of the Legends comics, Galvatron two is supposed to be part of that story. Like, he's, he's he has nothing to do with uh, being you know just an upgraded version of Megatron in the movie because I guess. How Japan was handling the whole storyline, and they—I don't even know when they got the the movie. I think it was years later after uh, after '86. Hey, uh, Josh. Yeah, what's up? Do me a quick favor and text all that to Mike, so he has to go out and buy another Galvatron. <laughs> <laughs> He's still mad from the Facebook pictures from yesterday, so I don't want to. I don't want to poke the bear, you know. Dalton. All right. So along with. Well, I, let me reword this. Do you collect the toys at all? Whether it's you know things that you've dubbed or just in general. Uh, years ago, I did. I mean, throughout my childhood, I I, I collected Generation One toys. He just low key told us all that we were children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Yeah, I used to," and then I grew yeah, the fuck you, up. 
<laughs> yeah, my, my first toy actually I remember getting at Christmas was uh, Trail Trailbreaker, and uh, you know I love love that toy, and uh, yeah, I, I, you know I collected them throughout uh, throughout I think probably until I was like ten or twelve or something like that, and then you know Transformers kind of became like a thing I, I enjoyed, but I, it wasn't something I you know I was into as much until like Beast Wars came around. And then, you know, I, then the first season, I was kind of like, yeah, I don't know about this show. And then I kind of like let it go. And then I, I think I was working at a grocery store at that time. So I was like, you know, you used to be a Transformer fan. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, have you watched me? So I, was like, I didn't really care for some of the episodes in the first season. He goes, did you see any of the second season? He goes, they got that, they got Ravage in there. I'm like, really? <laughs> I'm like, you mean like from the person? He goes, yeah, he turns into cassette. And then that's kind of what got me back into watching the uh the show again right and um and then i started collecting some of the toys and stuff like that and uh i i i finally stopped after i think it was like masterpiece starscream that was kind of like my last uh um like transformer toy and then now i'm just i'm more about like the lore and you know the the stories and stuff like that and i think you know kind of helping you know the transformer community you know learn about the japanese side of things by translating i think that's kind of more what i'm interested in now is you like hear that dakota helping the community right so he's no longer worried about statues of these monuments I have, more I have no need for your dolls <laughs> for your for your little figurine I, I do have to say it's really tempting though like seeing some of the stuff out there like the third party stuff i look at that and i'm just like god damn it i'm like I, I would love to have some of this stuff. That's a rabbit hole, my friend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, but I, you know, I've got other stuff that I, I got to spend money on, like, you know, have a mortgage, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Go ahead and be an adult. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's just like, you know, I mean, whatever, right? It's, it, you know, it's different priorities. I mean, I, not to knock anybody who collects and stuff like that, because it's, it's, it's a fun hobby to go out and collect and you go to the store and you see, it's like, oh, I don't have that one. You know, I, I totally know that feeling. You know, I, as soon as I walk through like a Walmart and I'm like, oh, man, they got some of these siege lines. I'm like, you know, that Optimus is pretty cool. You know, I, I love that. But, yeah, it's I, you know, I can appreciate it from a distance now. You know, it's like, uh, you know, but I'm more about the 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 lore of the uh, of the, of the uh, Transformers franchise right now. So, yeah. Well, speaking of lore, I got a question in the chat from Josh Fisher. Sure. Uh, he says, having never seen any of the Japanese Beast Wars releases, what would I start with, and what is the proper viewing order for for watching the like the Japanese Beast Wars uh, shows? Um, I, guess, I guess like mixed in with everything. Yeah, like for the Japanese timeline. I mean, if you've seen Beast Machines, though, you got some kind of like ending there, and so Beast, and then you could go and read the uh, I guess the the Blue Big Convoy con comic to kind of get that that kind of bridge between beast machines and where the japanese series starts and then after that you can go you can start with beast wars second like because beast wars second takes place after beast machines and then uh beast wars neo after that and then if you and then you can go to car robots which is originally uh an alternate timeline and then they kind of i don't know what was it <laughs> Fun was it was it like yeah, they, they like retconned it kind of into or, or yeah, yeah, because there there was I think there was like a, a there's a, a four manga a story a four page manga story called um, I think it looks uh, Battle at the Stargate, which 
causes this causes car robots to kind of you know get like brought into the g1 timeline and i think kiss players kind of plays into that as well so it's of course like, they do. yeah it's only oh come it's on only you guys game. love kiss players you it's want translation of the radio plays don't you have you seen the couch dalton sitting on of course <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right final final question this is a stasis lock staple question uh get out your lore books since the uh, early early inception of the show (laughs) Corey, do you oh the suspense is killing me is tigatron a dick (laughs) well um he didn't do much in the show (laughs) lazy is he a is he a dick i don't know about that i mean i think he was lazy i mean he he kind of took off he didn't really do too much in the show abandonment bros yeah i don't know and then uh, him and uh, him and air razor they were going off and doing stuff together i don't know come fight this war can't i'm clawed deep right now (laughs) (laughs) i'm going I'm going I, feather to Paul. If if you were to say was Tiger Hawk a dick, I'd be like, hell yeah, he was a real dick at first, anyway. And then when he's when he got a spark, he was like, oh, you know, he's, he's all right. He's all right. To be fair, Tiger Hawk was just Tigertron and Air Razor married. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'd say he was a total dick, but I think he was he's a bit of a he's he's ducking out. He's just like, sorry guys, I'm I'm out of this one. <laughs> yeah, he took on a role as a hippie. I enjoy the jungle, but really, he just didn't want to see no knuckles. He uh, he enjoyed rustling <laughs> in the jungle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, if the bushes oh are a rocking, don't come a knocking. Oh my god! I just I just put this together. Tigatron is Mike. Tigatron is Mike. He's he's he doesn't want to fight. He just wants to bang chicks. Yeah. That's Mike. 100 <laughs> percent All right, Josh, I know you're texting him. Just send him that too. Go ahead. I'm not I'm you no. black out and shout mole. That's what you're doing. <laughs> you invited me on this show. Tyler, Tyler, you're the one that that uh that brought the, the beast into the uh brought the lion into the sheep's den. I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna workshop the wolf that. Into the sheep's den. The wolf into the oh I think a lion. I feel like a lion's way more deadly than a wolf. King of the Mike jungle. is passed out. Oh. <laughs> made one noise and then just look at you and your head's cocked back like. <sighs> All right. No, like, my computer literally has been freezing up the whole night. He, uh, he had too much corral for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> He's emitting that gas to make him take a nap. But anyways, Kari, man, thanks a whole lot for, for stopping by and no doing problem. this. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on here. Appreciate you guys. Uh, bit of me. bit of forewarning before you leave, though, for everyone watching. If you're interested in picking up some Japanese, uh, some Beast Wars Neo toys, now's the time. Uh, I did yeah. want to kind of point out, once you guys released second, I was so happy. I just completed my Beast Wars second collection before you guys had pumped that out. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. like, I just saw them all just – Sky, you know, just skyrocket. Like even the little jets, the little uh, yeah, thrust and dirge. I on, on Twitter, we were getting messages, and folks were like, "Yeah, you know, I'm at the convention here, and for some reason, I just want to get a Starscream and BB toy now." And it's like, "Yeah, these these prices are going up," and I'm like, 
wow, I can't believe that's the kind of influence we've had, right? But I, I guess when you have a story, you know, that folks understand, right? It's like, hey, these these characters are going to get popular, right? There's a reason for that, right? Definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cool. Anyway, Again, man, thank you for stopping by. Yeah, no problem. yeah thanks for having me. We'll talk. Uh, where can where can people find you everywhere again? You can find us on, you the, on Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, Blogspot, and our uh, YouTube channel at Cardio Fan Subs. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, man. Take care. Thanks, guys. Take care. Yep. Have Take a good one. Cheers. Yeah. If you if you thought that was some questions. We got some questions here for our pal Josh. Josh, how are you doing, man? I am good, man. I'm happy to be on this show. I'm ready to get uh, reamed a new a-hole, so let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> so, let, me, a... let, me, let me start this off by just saying. I'm bracing so, myself. Josh is not a traditional Beast One fan, Beast Wars fan. Beast like One. Yo, Beast One got a new rap album coming to you, 2019, third quarter. Dropping the hottest mixtape of prehistoric Earth. (laughs) The golden Josh is not the the traditional Beast Wars collector guest that we have on the show. He is uh, a friend of ours. I am a fan of Beast Wars. Let me just say that right now. I did watch the cartoon. I have the DVD sets. I did collect toys as a younger. Go ahead, Tyler. Josh is a friend of ours from the Blackout and Shout camp. He has also guest appeared on our show Back and Forth, which is a spinoff series of Blackout and Shout. And uh, he came up with a really, really cool pitch that I just couldn't let go by without bringing him on the show to talk about, which we're going to get to after we interrogate his bitch ass. Well, after we interrogate his bitch ass, we're going we're gonna to let him like kind of relax you know, get his bearings back. We'll, oh. we'll look at some news and we'll look and we'll get into uh, some of them topic, 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 topic. So when we're topic. done, maybe a little bit of words. When we're done, we'll let him go smoke a cigarette and come back for more. <laughs> yeah, I, well, at least I was debating on actually having a beer, but I'm uh, fearful that after these questions, I will need some alcohol after this. So <laughs> just might. So, uh, Mike, why don't you start us off? Sure. Uh, what got you into Beast? Wars, and you can tell us. Well, you know, we understand the, the real reason. Oh well, I was born in 1982, so around the mid 90s, you know, I was uh, in my earlier teen years, and I did watch Beast Wars when it first came on TV, and I was interested in it. I always thought it was an interesting story with interesting characters. It wasn't your normal Transformers, so that kind of led into, and I'm one of those kind of people that. Beast Wars kind of revitalized my fandom of Transformers. Dakota just low-key jumped for joy there when you said that? Yeah, yeah. I saw that. <laughs> I was like, you know what? That's because that's what it's all about. That's what's honestly, dude, like, this chair I'm in is, it's hell on my ass. It's just <laughs> not great on my ass. I just stiffening re- up my ass. I really kind of, I realized something when he answered that question. That, that it was the same thing you uh, what brought you no, Mike? Oh. No, that no, that I'm the oldest fucking person over here right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, by looking at him, the beard and the gray, I'm like, okay, so am I age. I Hell, mean, you guys look like twins. Shut the fuck up. I'm how much beautiful. Much, wait, how much younger? I'm four years older than you are. Oh, so is my wife. Oh, you after a cougar. 
Yeah. People you. think people think I'm robbing the grave. I think she's robbing the cradle. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. You just uh, tell them tell them the next time they say something, just be like, "No, I'm after her diamonds." Yep. Whatever they say, don't let them know you're robbing her blind. Yep. Even if she is blind, Dalton. Uh, what is or was your favorite Beast Wars toy? I had uh, my first ones were uh, Rat Trap and Razor Beast. Uh, but I think my favorite one that I love transforming the most, and I think it had one of the best gimmicks, was the I'm not gonna remember his name, but it was the polar bear. It's been polar one word off, cut me some slack, but no, he was probably one of my favorites because just the look of him and the colors and the gimmick of the little uh figure coming off his you know arm and everything, and that was just. My jam? Are you are you sure it's, you're not Canadian? Because he had two colors and they were red and white, motherfucker. It's, it's interesting. It's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say what's interesting is Polar Claw is gonna be our next beast bang, and uh, and I I, I, t- I took a bunch of pictures of that because there's really yeah. no other you know Polar Claw reuses of that mold, so I wanted it to be at least more than like two pictures, and then we're out. You should have got two of them side by side, one with the mutant mask and one with not. It's funny I, because I still have yours here that I, that I need to paint. I still haven't painted it yet, but I just took I just took two separate pictures. But that the, the polar claw beast banging, <laughs> the polar claw beast banging is gonna be is gonna be really interesting because we will go into a lot of the history behind that because that's one of the toys that has a very unique history from its inception and its reveal at Toy Fair and you know how it was promoted in the premiere wave. Uh, Ninety-five to to what we actually ended up getting. So, wow, Josh, you had yourself there uh, a nice little piece of history. Hey, can't wait. It's I would do honestly. Like, I think Polar Claw is probably the most interesting. Like that we know about. Like there's no telling, you know, what all has and hasn't changed since the you know, like when when they were all in, you know conceived. But yeah. for sure, do you still have any of your old Beast Wars figures? No. But I did manage to pick up a while ago the uh, Rat Trap Generations figure. Very, Very nice. That's nice. fun toy. Yeah, I like him. I do not have any MPs or anything like that, so sorry, but we'll we'll work into it. Um, <laughs> I was I was gonna say like if you were gonna say that your favorite Beast Wars toy was Dinobot, I was gonna Dalton, you're off the ship. Josh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So. That's funny. All right, Tyler, you got the next one. Well, well oh, my question guess, is, Dalton, what makes you feel worse? The fact that Dakota was so quickly to dismiss you or the fact that you're first in line to be dismissed? To be fair, when we had Kabar on, like, Tyler, you were the first one out the door. So, like, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm working out who I want my uh, – like, like right now I feel like I've got my, my Avengers, but now it's just like I'm, I'm, I'm shopping for uh, – yeah, let's see who my Actually, true friends really are. Right no, now, I have my Justice League. I definitely have my Justice League right now, and I'm shopping for my Avengers. <laughs> you know what? When you Mitch. assemble your Avengers, you come and call on Captain Marvel, and I'll tell you to get me a fucking female reporter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Is it my turn? Jesus. Yeah, it's your turn. What masterpiece Beast Wars figure do you want to see next? Um, <laughs> Throw some metal in there. Ah, oh, jeez. I mean, I think we need another uh, 
pred in this mix. So I would have to say either Waspinator or Pterosaur. Not both, uh, both fantastic choices. Yeah. Like, yeah. I like, think just Waspinator just based on the popularity of the character. Right. But Pterosaur so, just because he was kind of pushed to the background later on in the show. Well, he died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so you know, back, I don't know how much dead. further in the back he can be pushed. He was dead. <laughs> he was like, like, yeah, under. He was, so, he was so background. He was underground. There you go. Yeah, that's funny. So, okay, so it's it's interesting to me because I think they should save Waspinator and maybe Rhinox towards the end of season one, so that the less sought after figures can still be scooped up because the anticipation's still there. If you knock all the home runs out of the park, no one's going to give a shit about your doubles or singles. You know what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying, but if you think about it, they've already knocked out the home runs for the uh the G1 stuff and they're just kind of rescraping the barrel. To be Yeah, exactly. They're not they're not worrying about the doubles or the singles. That's what I'm saying. And also to be fair, there's 500 G1 characters. There's 14 of Beast Wars. Fair. Josh so, Fisher, Josh they, Fisher said Inferno because two doesn't want a big ass red ass ant. <laughs> damn right. <laughs> but but yeah yeah like dude like I honestly for for those of you guys who are like into G1, even I think even with third party, I think it'll be impossible for you guys to see the rest of like G1 in masterpiece form, mm-hmm. like. Before you know, you're you're like walking around with a cane, and the arthritis takes over. You know, uh, the Alzheimer's. Well, right. I mean, but like that's that's the thing. Like you gotta you gotta be okay and, and on board with collecting those third party MPs too, because there's just some that like you know. And and I'm not you know I'm not complaining by any means because you know in in one year I'm gonna get two brand new Beast Wars masterpiece molds. Uh, so, uh, what, what what is it now? F- five down, nine to go. Yeah. Somewhat. Yep. Yeah. So. Pretty well. <clears throat> well, uh, how do you feel about other forms of Beast Wars fictional media, comics, manga, fan fiction, whatever? Um, I do have a couple of Beast Wars uh, comics because I work part time in a comic book store and I scooped those up and I loved it. I think I picked up The Gathering. Um, you need I to th- read The Ascending. Yeah. Um, I think that they should do more with beast wars i when i was on deluxe's show i said this i think there's a huge market for beast wars stuff and <clears throat> just the overall lore of it and everything i think would reach a lot of people yeah, uh, yeah. I, lost my, I lost my train of thought yeah uh well i mean it's just like you're looking at you're looking at uh and it's something that uh, we've brought up on this show a lot like the 25th anniversary of transformers was where the nostalgic kick for those G1 uh, characters and toys and things like that. That's where it really kicked off was between like years 25 and, and 30, you know? Uh, and I think for, cause like, cause like 2009, I feel like that was still the peak hype of the brand 2009, 2011, 2014, all big years and all very, you know, between G1 masterpiece and, you know, the classics generation stuff coming out. Like, yeah, there was some other stuff peppered in too, but all your big awesome stuff came out in those years. Um, so I think with the 25th for Beast Wars coming up, I think that's where it's going to peak and you're going to start seeing uh, not just more toys, but more stories kind of kick off. Because like that's also when IDW uh, really, 
I mean, they, they were always good and they were always selling, but like, you know, like that 2000, a lot of it has to do with who's creative behind the stories and all that. But um, during those years, that 2009 to 2014 stretch, man, they were uh, making killer numbers in sales. Well, and you can kind of see the slow progression of that building up over the past what three, four years with, you know, Optimus Primal winning the fan vote, the masterpiece figures exploding in popularity. Mm -hmm. And then, well, that's what's awesome about like the Beast Wars characters. They're always going to win the fan vote. Yeah. As long as, as long as there's not more than one Beast Wars character in a fan vote, they're going to win it because we as Beast Wars fans are united and G1 fans are split apart four or five other different characters. So, beware uh, for a typical Dalton note here. They are fully three dimensional characters, both physically and metaphorically. I mean, there's more to them than anything G1. When the new trailer for uh, the Transformers Cyberverse cartoon came on and they debuted Cheetor, I got excited. I'm not going to lie because I just love the fact that they're going into additional continuity and other forms of the franchise to kind of get people into it. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's one thing I really liked about animated. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm kind of sad they kind of stopped with Black Act in the animated, that they didn't finish off with Black Act and all of her stuff. And yeah. If only we got that fourth season, man. If only we got yep. that fourth season. Yep. Mike. Um, did you skip number four? Uh, yes. Okay, so I thought. Uh, what episode do you feel best represents Beast Wars? Well, I could go ahead and say, like, the typical Code of Hero, one with Dinobot and everything. To me, though, um, when I was a kid, I felt like it was something new when I first started watching it, because it felt different and it was fresh. With me, these, because as a, you know, younger kid watching Transformers and having the cars and planes and helicopters and all that, now we have animals that can transform into robots. And to me, that, you know, excited me as a child, pre-puberty, pre-puberty. So not that kind of excited. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> we can assure you that wasn't a thought, but all right. And it was just, you know, just kind of revitalized my love for geek culture is seeing these it's also the whole aspect of its computer animated as well which wasn't really a big thing at the time except for what was cutting edge reboot? technology yeah back in the 90s that was a big thing yeah so i i think like the first few episodes kind of speak out to me a lot that was that was my choice too man uh the first two episodes of beast wars will always be the most iconic episodes mm -hmm. of beast wars for me that's why the first season, honestly, that's why the first season is so, uh, like, it's it's so special to me. Like, that's why I prefer the season one beast over season two and three is, like, I'll always love the whole series, but season one is really where, you know, that whole brand new idea in Transformers really shined. And it's not just that. It's the actual story itself with yeah. the, overall, the overarching story throughout all the seasons, which I think yeah. spoke a lot to me as well, because it's a, it just kept me interested it's not like we had one episode introduce a new character and we're done you know what i mean well then throughout the show each character had their own arc that they mm -hmm. went through uh, that's one thing i really loved about it 
Well, I guess that leads me to the next question. Is it me next, Dakota? Uh, yeah. Or no, no, it's Dalton next. Uh, how would you rank Beast Wars as a cartoon and toy line compared to other iterations of the Transformers franchise? Like, on a scale of 1 to 10, it would easily be number 2. Uh, just because... If you say what I think you're going to say, I'm going to drop this call right now. <laughs> <laughs> the nostalgia... All right, let's all take a guessing game as to what it's number 2 towards. Dalton, what's Crack. a number two towards? Towards G1? or Okay, that's your guess. Tyler, what's your guess? Trash. I'm going to say he's going to say it's second to Transformers Prime, and i just going out on a limb because Transformers Prime is my second to Beast Wars. That's but, my second to Beast Wars as well. All right, let's, uh, let's, let's hear it. What is, what is your number one? Get ready for that uh, drop call button, Dakota. Animated. Okay. Ooh. Okay. All right. All right. Acceptable. Definitely right. acceptable. And I meant to you, Josh. Words. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, that probably shocked a lot of people, but I animated had a great story, great characters, and all that. And the same thing happened. And same thing with Beast Wars. Great characters of great story, and it was different. Same thing with animated. But I think I'm not going to go. I'm not going to you know go too far into it. But animated. Also, it takes into uh, the toys. The animated toys were so close to the characters in the cartoon, whereas Beast Wars, you had some leeway with it. So I think that's what kind of pushed animated to number one, and Beast Wars is number two. Okay. All right. Woohoo, I'm still on the I show. Can, I dig it. I can fuck with that. Yeah, I put the yeah. cover back over the Ejecto Cito, because. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, number seven. Number seven, that's me? Or is that Tyler? It's Tyler. We'll, we'll believe Dalton because he's got the notes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what figure what, what figure is or was at the top of your wants list? Beast Wars related? It can be, any, it can be anything. Well, it should I, be Beast Wars related. It should be Masterpiece Dinobot or Masterpiece Megatron. Uh, but or Black we'll, Arachnia, the cheaper option, which will still be acceptable. I'm going to go with a, a general, a broad answer for this, and I'm always a fan of the obscure characters. Uh, so Transmutate, you, I like it. Transmutate, <laughs> yes. Inferno, I mean, uh, Fusors, possibly. Just those random, like, obscure characters you hardly saw. Like with okay, G1, so, like Punch Counter Punch, Junior Headmasters, Junior Target Masters. So. Okay, so those are at the top of your wants list, then. Yeah. Not about. So answer. okay, well, what about what about of anything that's already been released? Like, what is, what what's your what's your your most? I don't want to I don't want to say what's your holy grail because. Yeah. You know, are... <laughs> Dakota doesn't that's... want you to sully the word. <laughs> uh, dude, I really like. I trust, dude. I have faith that you won't sully the word, but do you? Do just you? To be, just to be safe. <laughs> what? What is your? What? What is? You know, like you certainly have to have a a white whale of sorts. Uh, white. Well, I see. I already picked up my white whale. Uh, is G one okay. defense? G one defensor. Complete, you know, not in the package because you know, gotta play around with it. Uh, so 
Beast Wars related, man, I would have to go probably the original Rat Trap just because of the nostalgia. Really, eh? Yeah. Well, you know what, Josh? I know a guy. <laughs> Does it come with poutine? I know Will a it guy come dipped in poutine? Ooh, dipped in poutine. Nice. It'll be poutine dipped in maple syrup. Send some Timbits while you're at it. <laughs> Just uh, Oh, you go to Timmy's, eh? <laughs> Send you over Timmy's a hoagie, eh? T- what? T- what's, what's it called? Timmy's. Yeah, but what's the full word? Tim Hortons. Tim Always Hortons. Always fresh. Tim Hortons. Oh. Trying to think of like a like a good drug dealer sounding name for a Timothy Horton, but nothing's coming to mind. Oh, Timmy Tiny H. Tim. Tiny oh, Tim. Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. Oh, oh, heroin Tim. That's what the H is for. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Oh my god. What uh, what are your feelings on the third party versus official spectrum? I'm all for a third party. I'm all for third party and all for official. Um, I've got a mixture of everything from official Takara to, you know, fan toys, Zeta, everything. So if it fits my, if it fits my collection, I will purchase it. All right. I can, I mean, I can appreciate that. We got a few third, but we got a third party hater uh, on the show. But, uh, <laughs> no, no KOs though. I don't do KO. Thank you. You're in good, good company. Boy. You're yes. in, you're in the best yeah. company. <laughs> you're welcome back at least once. Woo! <laughs> Man, Mike, I don't I've never gotten to the bottom of why you don't like third party. I just don't. It's no resale like value. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> he hit the nail on the nail. I mean, honestly, I mean, it's like a used car. Once you drive it off the lot, you've lost half the value of it. I mean, if they don't hold their value because what the reason why is because everybody and their brother wants to make a, a third party toy. You know how many Dinobots there was? How many? You know, just I just, just the think, one. There's only one Dinobot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah only one Dinobot. I'm just saying. You know, there's just so many of them. It's just it's kind of like, did I collect third party? Yes. Did I enjoy what I had? Absolutely. But then everybody and the brother was doing it, and I was like, you know what? I can't keep doing it because they're they're just way too expensive. That's what I'm sorry. Don't you collect botcon shit? Don't you value. drop thousands of dollars on the? See, I was gonna say the, the difference between between botcon stuff and because like I'm gonna get into this now because I feel personally attacked. The difference between <laughs> botcon stuff and third party stuff is like eighty percent of third party stuff drops in value. Twenty percent of botcon stuff, maybe, maybe. Twenty thirteen. Uh, 2013, 2009, 2010, halfway uh, decreased in value. 2007. Those, uh, 2007 depreciated because of Hasbro, mainline Hasbro yep. releases, but it's still, dude, it's still like you're not going to get it for under 300, you know, where it used to be 700. So it's that still held its value, actually. So um, you mean to tell me the ticket price is what's important to you when you buy these things? What do you mean as far as like what? Like if I pay four hundred dollars for a box set, I mean, I pay what are you buying? Let me let me ask you this: What are you buying these things for? For my pleasure, <laughs> and I mean, so in order for you to get pleasure out of them, you need to be able to sell them at a later time for the same amount that you got. No, them. no, no. no and I, here's here's something I'll, I'll tell you: 
and my okay. wife wants to know why I sit down in this room all the time. I said, so I can see my toys. I sit okay. down here so I can see my toys in the case. Now, do I take them out and go boom, boom, and blow up stuff? No, I don't. They sit in the fucking case, and that's all they do is collect dust. But when I dropped $400 on a BotCon set, not only did I buy those toys, I got the experience at the show, whether we were getting ass raped by Brian Savage or not. But I, and then I also got the point of enjoying friendships that I made. So, granted, yeah, did I spend four or $500 on a box set? Absolutely. Did I have a good time? Absolutely. Now, will I be able to resell if need be to get the money back out of that box set? Yes. Will I get the money out of them? Out of the ones I have? Yes. So you don't That's, collect third party because they won't hold their value, though. I don't. Well, you, you never. You never know. You never know when you're going to be in a bind. Um, and it's it's good to know that if you do ever get in a bind, you have something that while you do enjoy, there are some aspects of it that can be let go to get you out of tr out of trouble. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. it's pretty well firmly established that fans' toys, if you buy it. Generally, once it sells out, it goes up in price. I think it's one of the only third-party right. companies that do that. That's why I said. That's why I didn't say 100% a third-party. Like Fans Toys is a special case. Um, but can you say that about three other, three more, just three more third-party companies? Just to, to be fair, in the time it took us to speak these two sentences to each other, three more third-party companies were born. <laughs> <laughs> I'll accept that. I'll accept that. It's true. Now, another thing about third party was um, that really ticked me off. It was that, um, man, I went, you know, one of the bot concerts was that first TF we went to when I was showed that, okay, here, you just paid $100 for this figure. But because there was an issue, we've included the piece for you to, to change out for yourself. Oh, yeah, that was, a, that was at one of the bot cons. I can't remember. It was a swoop. I think it was Fans Project Swoop. Or well, was it? Oh, is that the that's the G1 Woosh, right? Or, yeah, that's G1 Woosh. Um, <laughs> well, it was one of those swoops. I can't remember which one it was. Maybe well, it was fans boys. Regardless of whatever it was, the point being is that I didn't pay a hundred dollars to fix my own shit. Oh, here you go. I, I paid a hundred dollars to enjoy a toy. Well, Grant, I didn't get that. That wasn't one of the ones I was getting. But when I heard about that, that's kind of like a one of the the, the negatives to third party towards me. Now, do I collect third party add-ons? Yes. If it makes the original toy better, I'll get it. So you'll pay for an add-on to make the toy better, but you won't accept a free add-on to make the toy better. We discussed this actually on uh, on Deluxe's channel not too long ago. Uh, I think it was uh, Tyler. I'm, Dalton, were you there? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was you. I thought it was you, me, and Tyler, and Dalton. Yeah, it was. Um, no, but what I'm saying is he's upset because a company is adding an extra piece in case of an issue. So it's an add-on to make the figure better if it gets worse. But you'll pay money to make the figure, a, a crappy figure, up to a lower standard to a third-party figure. The difference on that is it's something that can clamp on easily. This here involved in unscrewing, taking apart, that I do not feel comfortable in doing. True. I, I do not feel comfortable taking my toys apart and having to do like all yeah, these. Don't have to worry about the hardware. I was gonna say that's definitely your mileage may vary because I love that shit. I took apart my uh, my masterpiece uh, Optimus Primal prototype. I didn't even take apart the regular one. I took apart the prototype. I, I yeah, love but, man. I love. I mean, I guess that's like before. getting blown with a razor blade in their mouth, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, love, I love that too. I love that too. 
there's a there's a that's a callback if there ever was one. Oh man long time stasis lock listeners will remember that one um yeah all five of them i wouldn't say like maybe maybe that's something we can circle back around to as like our kind of third topic for the night um as far as like collecting for value or collecting for uh you know because we like it so we'll uh we'll we'll come back to that uh after we get done with these questions deluxe if you're listening chalk it up we'll do it on your channel uh question number nine uh what other toy lines do you collect um i collect uh sh figure arts uh marvel movie uh universe figures i collect wwe elite figures uh, pop figures. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. No. If you Mike had a gun, he would be shooting it in the air right now. <laughs> 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 he's been, dude, he's been waiting. He's been waiting for someone that won't bust his balls about buying those uh, bobbleheads, those just overpriced bobbleheads. I get so much flack for collecting those from other people, and it's just like, oh, bro, it's a cheap collection. I and mean, they're 10 bucks a figure. And Hashtag desk, a- desk figure or whatever it is. Exactly. And they're just they just stand there and it's cool. Like there's so many franchises you can do with them. They have they have and the license. Really are for, twins. They all look the same. I don't I don't get the draw. Like it's all the same. Like it's it's all like the same basic mold. It, there's look- no there's no like like the variety there is the paint. Some of them have you know hoods, weapons, facial hair, you know long hair, short hair. You talking get- about Funko Pops? Yeah. Yeah. So what? now they're Funko doll pops. Like yeah, the ones that I I got I got some Funko Pops. Becca collects the uh, Kingdom Hearts ones, and she just got the Supernatural ones. And I have two Borderlands Pops, and none of my shit. The only thing the mines can do is turn their heads or pose their arms and turn their heads. I mean that it's like the second coming of Beanie Babies. They just stand there and do nothing. But it's one of those just gotta catch them all things, you know, like. I don't know what it was about them that got me attracted to them. I just started picking them up one day. Like I'm not as hardcore as I was into them, but I still randomly will pick one up. Kabar, Kabar goes. They all have, they all have those black beady eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll oh. stare into your soul, then. Mike. You uh, you ever make love? Your pops looking at you. Ah, uh, please. <laughs> I think the more important question you have to ask is does he turn them away when he's making love? He rolled no no no. What he does is he makes he makes them face the bed and he after he gets done, he rolls over, cracks the beer open, and just like you know, salutes. Uh, <laughs> he's got he's got a Captain America pop there. Just uh USA, USA. <laughs> It's kind of like that um, uh, Jack Nicholson where he's sitting there doing that grinny laugh and he's shake bobbing his head back and forth. That's, so, that's, that's, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> so don't lie. If they made Beast Wars Pops, would you not be in on them? Nope. Bullshit. Nope. I'd Bullshit. get a Dinobot. I'd get a Dinobot. Ah, of course you would. See, see there, there's, <clears throat> there's going to be at least one kind of pop out there that you're for everybody. Exactly. It doesn't matter wh- what it is or what you're into. Just like uh, Rick. Rick gives me flack, but guess what? He has that Sunuko, whatever her name is, pop from Star Wars. 
So, I mean, someone there's always going to be something out there someone's going to want as far as a box. So. Okay, are you selling these or <laughs> like sound like a salesman, Mike? Well, I'm a salesman in, in general, but I'm just like, do you need to buy a pop? I can sell you some pops. You uh, you want to come to the Sally buy some pops? I'm I'm good. Sell them out of the van. All right, Dalton. All right, so final question: Is Tigatron a dick? Um, it's been a long time since I've watched the show. I plead the fifth. He's a dick. That's not gun, an option. Gun to your head. And we, we kind of discussed it a little bit earlier. You know, he, he was lazy. You even Didn't. got to you even get to cheat off of Karyuto if you can't be creative I'm not enough on your be own. That guy. I'm not gonna cheat off of somebody else. You know, I I never thought of him as a dick. I always thought he was just zen and laid back and just didn't want confrontation. I know some dicks that are like that. That doesn't make him a dick. My dick's pretty zen and doesn't. I'm non-confrontational. Like that doesn't make me a dick. I just oh, I'm a dick. I don't. I like, I, I prefer not to fight. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. You know, I prefer not to throw hands. But you know, I'm not talking about just throwing hands. I'm talking about like screaming arguments and stuff like that. Oh, I love to argue. That's just because I love to talk. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I've more of a laid-back person myself. That's why, you know, I kind of went with. He's not really a dick. He's just more just. I'm just good being what I'm doing. Your war is not mine. I got you. Switzerland. So he's Switzerland. Exactly. Yeah, they're a bunch of dicks. All <laughs> right. Well, we'll we'll chalk it up to Tigatron as a dick. So <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be how we... only one option on the. <laughs> yeah, I think like I think we try to make like even like the people that have just straight up been like no. Uh, we're just like, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna mark you down for he's a dick, and uh, and that's that. Yep. So, uh, we we do have some news topics tonight, and uh, some news topics. Jeez, we got, we got some news, we got some pictures, we got a bunch of pictures actually. I made sure I yeah. uh, stocked this up for us. So, all right, dude, fire up your Commodore 64. I'm gonna go get a beer, dude. No, I got it, I got it on lock. I made sure I checked the PowerPoint, made sure it was working. You guys should look uh, at should that. It's man, even got news it. on it. Wow. Yeah, man. And of they course, gave the new logo. view of Stasis Block Season 2 on the Primal Savage YouTube channel. Tell your mom, tell your dad, <laughs> tell your family all over. Tell them all. Stasis Lock coming to Beast Bang near you. <laughs> exactly. So, of course, the new logo. Uh, first up in our news is going to be uh, from Figure JX again. Dropping, drop. It's like I love that there's just steadily dropping new stuff. Uh, it, it, even though it's you know piece by piece, but here's a look at the wings. Uh, we got to see the the red for the chest piece and the the arm. So it looks like I don't know if these are painted this gold as like a like a coat or if they may be molded in this color. But, I think uh, they were molded. I think that's there. painted. I think they yeah. were molded in clear plastic, weren't they? Uh, this is for the prototype. The, the prototype, the prototype I think was all molded in black. The resin was, uh, was, was clear, but I believe that the prototype was all in black. So if they're, they're actually painting the, you know, the, 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 the test shot, then these are, and I'm trying to kind of like look, up into uh, into here because it looks like um, 
it is black in there, but it's hard to hard to tell. Such a small that looks like, like, maybe though. just a base coat. You know what that looks like though? A hinge It'll, joint so they can flay out. Oh like yeah. That. Yeah, for sure, like absolutely. So Either way, you know, I mean, if, if the wings are painted gold, even better, you know. Uh, and then we see with the kind of gradient effect here. I love that, man, that fade. Man. Mark my words, this company is going to be the fans' toys of Beast Wars. Oh, it, it definitely is. Mark Absolutely. my words. Absolutely. And, and, and I like, I I like that there is a head sculpt. I like that they're – Right. I was going to say I like that they're, that they're doing Transmetal 2. You know, like I, this has yeah. me just seeing these these you know paint samples has me looking forward to just to seeing the Tiger Hawk resin. <laughs> but uh, there are all the wings. So and you see like there. <laughs> Kabar says flay out and shout. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh man. man, Dalton, you're off the show. Kabar, get in here. Kabar, <laughs> yes. No, he's your replacement. Don't don't send your send your link invite to uh, to Gabar, please. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to give you your separation papers. <laughs> but uh, but no man no no no. So like seeing like they're all like different. They all have like a different um, kind of span. Of course, this is all still in the prototype stages. It could be that this one uh, maybe didn't get as much of the spray as it needed to. But even still, like I'm good with this. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. good with that. And I like yeah. how each one is a different mold too. Yeah, that's absolutely. Now I wonder if that's going to be the same for like left side, right side. Ooh, I wonder if it's like that in the show, and I never noticed. Uh, I know on the toy, I think the wings are the same, and I believe they are the same on the show. Uh, for Man, I, I'd be fine if they were different on each side. Like you know, we see this pattern, then maybe it's a different pattern on the other side. I definitely want it to be show accurate, like. Keep, leave the creative liberties to chug stuff. Uh, keep my masterpiece ac- accurate. So, anyways, that's it from them. Cool stuff, man. Like this is this is really shaping up, coming together. I'm really liking this. And you know what? I'm okay with them doing this piece by piece like this because this is just it constantly hype. building hype. Yeah, yeah. 100%. yeah. So, and it gives us uh, sure, news topics. Make sure go lock your pre-orders in. Um, I think me and Dakota have ours in at the Show Z store. I think yep. it was the cheapest. All the, show, the cheapest. show Z and TF Direct are going to be your cheapest. Um, who the fuck shops at TF Direct? True. Robot Kingdom's going to be cheap, uh, but the shipping's going to get you on on Robot Kingdom. But mm-hmm. with Show Z and TF Direct, like the the, the shipping is uh, is pretty cheap. So, but uh, anyways, we got some images from the Transformers 35th anniversary celebration uh, in Japan. And the this money is, I would spend for that fucking Megatron banner. Just for that, yeah, just yeah. for that banner. Oh, my God. And then, like, there's a primal one down here, which is a little bit hard oh. to see. So, you could, oh, man, you could have both of them. That's amazing. Well, I need, a, I need to get Karyuto to hit up Walrusol. Hey, man, I need these. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, it'd be perfect if they had a Dino. If they had a Dinobot banner, like, I would be sending out mass emails. Yeah, (laughs) and then this uh, I think this is just kind of showing like this isn't really this says something about like May 25th to June 30th I don't know if they're gonna just reissue these three I don't know what the deal or if that's just how long the event lasts I I don't know 
I can't read it. it may, we should have we should have covered news with Corey on here. <laughs> <laughs> you could have read it for us. Yeah, at least at least you get to like you know. It looks like it. Uh, the the thing that, that I. Thing that I think is blasphemy and I would burn this sign is uh this little Autobot logo right here. It needs to go away. It should be a maximal logo. But and, and it may just be taking a look at like the I guess the three different like things they got going on between the new universal brand and the old you know Unite Warriors legend stuff and then masterpiece. So like like I said, I don't know. I don't know what any of this is for, but there it is. And now we get to some of the, the Beast Wars figures that were actually on display. You see a nice acrylic case here with, I believe this is the, is this the Telemoka SP? No, no, this has got to be. No, no arts. This is the great, no, no, no. This is the. Oh, there's no ball joints. This is the convoy uh, gray type from uh, from the original line because he's got the face mask and the mutant mask. But I, I knew he was gray, so. Okay. Green sticker, uh, Beast Convoy, Lao Convoy here. And then I guess this is just where all their masterpiece stuff was. Again, uh, Beast Wars love in full force. Mm -hmm. And oh no, you didn't. You did not freeze up. Good. Nope, you didn't. So here's the like the real Beast Wars case. Uh, and there's no real rhyme or reason here, but we do have a close a couple of close up shots of this, and I, I love like. I need to step up my multiples game. I'm curious if this is the layout for the reissues for the 35th anniversary. Or maybe characters. It said right do. there, top left, 35th or the, the 35th anniversary insignia. Right, but that's well, just because this, it's the show. Yeah, it's the celebration event. I don't know, man. Well, that's the thing. I like, this. Are you, are you thinking, are you thinking like Beast Wars 25th? Because we're in the 35th anniversary of Transformers like right now. Oh, because maybe. Beast Wars 25th is in two years, and that's 25th, not 35th. I, just, I don't know. I does this does it. this make sense? Uh, it, I mean, not really, because there's there's a lot of like modern molds in here. But uh, this is what I was talking about, like where I need to step up my multiples game. Look at this, dude! Like. Using these these clear stands, I'm guessing these are those uh, those official uh, Act Four Tomorashi Nation stands. No, those, those are the Transformers logo stands. Yeah, like what we got with tracks and. What are you saying? We ain't nobody buy that but you. <laughs> so, either way, like I, I want to say, like those stands are like they did make those available, but like I love seeing the the transformation sequence thing on the Waspinator here. I think that is killer. And then we got some some Neo Love with a uh, sharp edge and mock kick, and then that's the thirtieth Sky Bite. I think that is is that the Telemoka Tigatron, or is that yeah. just the regular? Okay, because no, like the regular it, ones like bone white. No, 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 no. The 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 green sticker Japanese one, like the one I just got. It's it shares these these colors, um, but like supposedly the paint's supposed to be different. If Chris was here, he could tell us. He had them all. No, never I think the legs are supposed to be silver on the Takara one, aren't they? Nope, they are. They're teal. Uh, on the Takara green sticker, the silver is replaced with the teal paint for the crotch flap, the legs, and he's so got silver. He's got silver on the feet and silver on the arms instead of the teal. So would that be the green sticker then? That's what I'm thinking. But supposedly the blaster is supposed to be the telltale. And I think that this is the green. I think these are the green sticker to uh, Tigatrons. 
Because we did see the green sticker convoys. All right. So, all right. That's that's Who the top. Doing dishes right now. That's a that's Mike. That's the uh, that's the top left, and this is the top right. Um, you know, same shelf. So again, we're getting the same thing like out of rat trap here. I think that's too cool, man. Just utilize. I gotta get me. Phones. I gotta get me a Takara rat trap. Yeah, and see, it looks like these are all the uh, the what was that Tokyo Toy Show, the LGEX. Hmm. Because it's got the black eyes. I don't know if this one has the red eyes or not, but it must have had a lot of those left over. And uh, Dalton, there's your boy. Yeah. And little bat, little Honix Primal. Random. That's another great mold. Bottom left, again, sweet transformation. This is awesome. This is a killer display. Uh, this Cheetor appears to be the original. Um. Yes. Yeah, because Tilla darker. And the, the yellow looks like it's got a little bit of brown to it. You think? Because I mean, like I don't know, man. I can't see that. You could be right. It could be the Telemoka, but mm -hmm. I don't think it is. That's the one I don't have, so I'm, I'm not well, sure. That I know blue it's not definitely looks darker. Let me take a look. I've got it. You got the Telemoka Cheetor? Yeah. Okay. Dope. Got that Robocon cool. last year. Is that well, bump or armadillo? That's bump. Uh, this is also bump. Armadillo is definitely way more of an orange. Right. And then, uh, of course, Heinrad. Heinrad's one that's uh, increased in value. Okay, that's not the Telemoka one. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because the Telemoka's got the more silver shade of blue, more metallic. And, and uh, the Telemoka has the gold paint up here on the thighs, too, doesn't it? Yes, and on the face. Right, that's what I thought. I wasn't guns. sure, but uh, yeah, the gun's got the gold paint on it too. The tail gun. The other side again with Rhinox doing the the transformation. So we got it with the three that came out during the Thrill and Thirty. That whole like transformation sequence. I think that's man. I think that's killer. And uh, man, there's a uh, there's your boy Josh. He went out for a smoke. Oh, polar bear. Oh, okay. Oh, he can smoke on the show, unless he just can't take his beer with him. I guess. A lot of. I'm mobile. Yeah. So, anyways, that brings us to Cyberverse Cheetor. I think we were kind of discussing that earlier. Um, mm -hmm. I know some some of the folks in the chat were talking about it. Uh, so, this is the like armor up toy. The way I remember it, because I haven't been following this too closely, that Cyberverse will have like a regular figure that's supposed to be you know the better or best scale class version whatever and then they have these which is kind of a like the the step down uh but not like the bottom of the barrel but uh, this is like their the armor up toy because i think we, we took a look at a sky bite that has got one question what do they do to my boy they put them stupid autobot symbols on them oh yep that's the thing uh, man i'm i'm kind of Still debating even getting this. If I do, I'm immediately taking the isopropyl alcohol to that Autobot symbol. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm gonna get it for sure. Yeah, definitely. I'll just put it with the the generations, I guess. Or no, yeah. I'll put it with my with my animated. Um, yeah, I got a place for it. It does kind of have sort of that animated vibe to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I'm getting more of a universe vibe from this one than I am a regular Cheetor vibe. Absolutely. It's definitely in the arms. Um, I would have liked to, if they would oh, have had some the tail. 
some stuff on his backpack, you know, maybe like the the legs wouldn't have had to be crossed, but even if they were hanging off, that's where like I wonder uh, if the the actual toy, like the the better the toy, Warrior Clubs. Call it. yeah, Dalton, you know that stuff. I know you collected Cyberverse. No, um, collect the few the RAD figures, and they just built the same naming system. All right, good cover. Uh, I think that like that that <laughs> will have the, the better. So what you mean by that? But okay, <laughs> that's a callback. <laughs> Oh, it still means the same thing to him, though. Who brought Mario in here? And uh, there he is, all armored up. So is that a different <laughs> head? Yeah, it's, uh, built like the, it's built into the battleship. Okay, because that looks like he's blowing kisses. Smoocheroos. See it? Uh, so, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, I'd have to look closer later. It looks like, uh, it looks like the exosuits from G1. Smoochy like, boots. I think it's funny also how he just has like uh well like this he looks decently proportioned with this it just looks like he has like tight pants and tough upper body going on. Like <laughs> guy. Yeah, and these if you want to call these stripes down here are a little strange, but you know I'll take paint apps where they give them. So there is like I said, man. I think I'm I think I'm gonna hold out for the the better one and. Uh, I'm gonna get this and the better one, man. Show yeah. my support for the Beast Wars love. I, I hear you, man. I, 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 I got you. It's my boy. I do. Yeah, Dalton needs all the cheetors. And last but not least, uh, Figure King two fifty six uh, scans with Black Arachnia. Look at that scale. Look at oh that my god! Look at that. Look at her height level. Suck your dick, standing. <laughs> Oh, Mike, glad you could join us again. I see you're <laughs> done doing your dishes. <laughs> so, uh, so man, like, dude, they, they pack so much into engineering into such a small toy. Like, she comes up to his, his freaking his pelvis. Like, right that where is, his... That is crazy, though. Like, that yeah. scale, and, it's, and it's, it's perfect with the show. Yep. Absolutely. That's awesome, man. I'm so excited for this. And we got one more page here. Uh, below this line, nobody cares. That's I, I, I added that. That's just a, like G1 movie stuff. So again, we see the high kick, the modes, and here's the stand, of course, that she comes with and how she can be displayed uh, up top with it. We get a, a look here at the visor. Mm -hmm. And let's see, there's the regular gun. But uh, and then of course I can't tell you how happy I am that she's got the actual, um, like crossbow bolt. Excuse me, bolt. Like with the, uh, the with hook. the with yeah with the with the hooks. Also, like yeah, you yeah, see yeah. that there's this one that has the actual uh, string hook know, to it. Yeah, string wire, whatever it is, uh, hook to it. I am curious if that is going to be like a maybe like a wire to where it can be posed. That would be super interesting. I think that would be a good move. And then this picture is just the green eyes. Uh, if you want like a clear uh, shot, these are all up on our Facebook page, Stasis Lock or Facebook.com slash Beast Wars. Uh, thanks to Deluxe for securing that that URL for us. So, That's a boy. Then look uh, at the back of this figure in robot mode too. It's clean. Amazing. It's show accurately clean. Amazing. Um, I can take a little bit of uh, gold peeking through here. In spider mm -hmm. mode, doesn't bother me. And, and we get this nice, cleaned-up, sleek, thin robot mode backpack profile. 
it is uh, the money shot. It's everything that I needed needed oh. it to be. No, that's after Dakota gets there. One hundred percent. All right, that is the end of screen share. I'm not going to stop broadcast. I'm going to stop screen share. <laughs> so, uh, call back. Josh. Josh is uh, yeah. I'm Josh back. is back with us. Did I miss Polar Claw? So, uh, you did. Oh. You did, man. You missed Polar Claw. Oh. Yeah, man. Maybe next time. Idiot. Maybe next time. Had to get my nicotine. So, uh, Sorry. You had uh, you had a topic you wanted to discuss with us. Um, and if you want to, you can go ahead and have the floor. Take it away about bringing Beast Wars into the movie universe and how, how that can be done. It wasn't so much as a topic. It was something I mentioned on uh, Deluxe's YouTube channel. I had a small uh, little pitch for uh, just like an end credit scene, essentially, like, you know, they do with the Marvel movies and whatever. It was just like a little teaser to kind of bring the Beast Wars into mainstream and kind of introduce a possible live action movie for it. So to maybe to maybe like gauge hype. Is that what you're trying to? Yeah, because I like I think that it would be an interesting take to see Beast Wars introduced into a movie cinematic universe and kind of tie it into with with whatever they're doing with Bumblebee. If it's like a reboot or or a prequel or whatever, you know, kind of tie it in. So right, so something something to take take place in modern day. See, here's the thing though, I don't. I myself personally wouldn't mind seeing it another uh, time period movie like Bumblebee was in the eighties. Have this one be in the nineties, just to give it like the nostalgic feel of like this cart this cartoon came out in the nineties. So let's have the movie take place in the nineties, kind of like they did okay. with Bumblebee. How Bumblebee yeah. like Transformers G one took started out in the eighties, and that's where the first Bumblebee movie took over. I gotcha. So. Cool. My but, but little... like basically, so like not prehistoric Earth is I think no 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 not prehistoric Earth and I'm and, okay with that man I think that would be very interesting I think that's the only way they could do I mean they could do prehistoric and like have the caveman you know actors it, and actresses it would and all make that sense to have it prehistoric because of I would in my pitch I would keep the original season one cast not all of them I would keep the cast small maybe like four or five maximals and like same like. <laughs> three or four preds. You so know literally I mean? the season one cast. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Go ahead, Tyler. A way that they could do that too, is there's tons of desert. There's tons of jungle. There's tons of rainforest, tons of, uh, in inhabited. No, that's not how you say it. Inhabitable. Un- uninhabited, um, areas by humans where they could sneak around. They could almost be like not a stealth force because that's super dumb, but like they could almost be um, incognito from the rest of the world, including I mean, the, like, and the Septicon. You even have like jungles, right? Or not jungles, um, zoos, uh, where it would oh be my God! totally I'm... impossible for them to be, uh, you know, hiding uh, away. Hiding away. Don't, don't, don't you fucking dare. Wait for it, Josh. Continue. Yeah. Okay. So not get too far ahead. Josh, continue. Okay. So here's my here's here's my pitch. Okay. Mm -hmm. End credit scene. 
I actually rewatched the video from Deluxe to refresh my memory. It's been a while. So it actually, the end credit scene does take place in a zoo. Oh, wow. Oh, Just wow. Hear, hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm in it. Like, I'm in it. Okay, so it starts off with this small kid, probably eight, nine, ten years old, with his parents walking around the zoo, and they walk up to a gorilla cage. And the kids, you know, getting excited, like, look, mom, the monkey. And the parents are like, no, it's a gorilla. And then you, you get to the gorilla, and he's just kind of melancholy, kind of blah, just kind of sitting there, like kind of hitting the glass a little bit just to play with the kid. Mm. And then the gorilla starts, you know, walking away. And that's when the camera starts following the gorilla towards the gorilla cave. And you get into the gorilla cave, you can see the sun shining into the cave onto the wall and you see Autobot symbols, Decepticon symbols, and underneath that Maximals, Preds, Cybertronian writing. And the camera stays focused on the wall, but the gorilla will walk off camera and all of a sudden you would hear the gorilla say, maximize and transform Fucking! I got goosebumps, bro. Yes. God, dude, I just Damn. felt the hair stand up off the on the like on the back of my neck. Just, just a, even a subtle, just uh, you know, maximize or whatever. Just uh, something just, subtle, just to get everybody's interest. The whole maximize thing and the transform off camera. I think, like, just your guys' reaction right now, people would go ape shit. No pun intended, dude. That's okay, and like that's 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 also that's also like like I feel you know to you know because like we all know like Marvel's the big you know shit and caboodle when it comes to uh to to after credit scenes right um like I I, I don't think I don't think the hype for Thanos would have been there if they hadn't have had him you know in that at the end of that first Avengers movie you know what I mean totally agree um, with you. So, you know, because there, there was so much mystery and shroud behind it. And like, I would be 100% on board. If I heard that that happened in the actual movie, I would have bought five tickets just to go see that end credit scene every single time. I'd have showed up to that fucking movie late, but they still would have had my money, you know, like just to, just to, and like, like the, and you know, maybe, maybe let two or three more films trickle out. And then, you know, you bring in like, why they're here, their agenda. Uh, now make them a, a totally third separate entity, a chaotic entity. You know what? What do you do with them? Like, well, I've been kind of, I've been thinking about this all day, and I'm going to be thinking about it all day tomorrow. Say, say this is the end credit scene for another Transformers movie. Mm-hmm. In the Transformers movie to follow, you're actually kind of like the Incredible Hulk in the Marvel movies. You get a little taste of the character like you see not primal we keep him for the beast wars movie but you would get like cheetor or rat trap just randomly showing up not even in robot mode though it would just show those animals just show the talking animal. a talking animal would get people so hyped in the transformers with robots and cars and helicopters and people are always anticipating these are vehicles, robots that transform into vehicles, but if all of a sudden you see an animal talk. I feel like that would also be a dope way to uh, to also do a little bit of fan service in a, in a script to be like, uh, yeah, uh, it's called mass shifting. Like if it's, especially if it's rat trap mm-hmm. and it's just a rat trap talking to whatever human 
Uh, and she's like, whoa, are you a transformer? It's like, yes. Yeah. How come you're not big? Well, it's called mass shifting, you idiot. You know, like, yeah. or, or he could just be from New York. Those rats <laughs> are actually human size. So they're, I, okay, they're no, they're not. Y'all seen Splinter. Know what I'm talking about. So I, I want to take a second and go back to your end credit scene. As mm-hmm. you're panning down towards the zoo, you maybe like pan across a rhino exhibit, maybe the cheetah exhibit, and then end up at the gorilla. You know, yes. I, w- I would totally do that. Just, you know, kind of like, kind of just kind of get the taste buds going, get the salivate started. Like, why is there a rhino exhibit, a cheetah exhibit? Poor Dinobots just got to stand still in a museum all oh during the day. Oh my God, guys, guys, that's, guys. And that's one of weird. the show, one of the show events is called Beast Wars, where they show two animals at the same time. And just on a, on a sign, it says Beast Wars in the original font. Oh, Ooh. dude, that would be killer. I, Tyler, can I one up you for a second? It says Beast Wars in the font, and the actual display is a Velociraptor and a T Rex. Okay. I would like, you know, so like my, my, like, you know, of course my favorite character is Dinobot. That Mm -hmm. I would want it to be something where like they're, they're all scattered for the most part. Maybe they're not all in the same place. Like I think focusing on the, on the Rhino and the Cheetah exhibit is all well and good, but not for those two characters to be there respectively. Oh no, it's just, it's just the exhibit. Primal's Primal's in a zoo in Texas. Cheetor is, you know, or even he's even at a zoo in Australia or, you know, rat traps, just a rat walking around New York. Like Tyler (laughs) said, Dinobot can just be in the, like the desert plains of Africa. Um, Cause I feel like you imagine, Oh my God. Just a scene of just a Brown striped Velociraptor chasing down elk and breaking its neck. And then me busting a load all in my pants. (laughs) And just hearing that, hearing that classic snarl, that that nasally, oh my god! I think Dinobot, Dinobot would be the better one to introduce mass shifting because he'd be this little tiny, or no, yeah, he'd be this little tiny raptor, and then he'd transform into the fucking muscly beast beefcake Arnold Schwarzenegger imitation that he is. <laughs> it's called mass shifting, human. Vermin. He calls the humans vermin. It's just that everyone's a vermin. Okay, so what if they didn't decide to go with a Velociraptor, a T-Rex, a monkey even? What if they decided to go with other characters? Which ones would you be okay with in the movie instead of the original cast from the TV show? Me? Oh, boy. Um, We'll just just run down the list. Well, yeah, no, we're on the list. Dalton, you go first. I, I'd say Wolf Wolfang with the whole thing up in Yellowstone. You know, you have packs of wolves up there. Maybe something going on there. All right. Mike. I caught part of that question. Say it again. Can you hear me? All right. If yeah, I'm trying to remember what the freaking question was now. If you okay, the the question is is if they couldn't do like a gorilla and a cheetah and a velociraptor and a dinosaur, what what would you like to like? What other characters from the toy line, or just designs, animals, what have you, would you like to see? Oh, uh, if, they, if they couldn't do, well, why couldn't? 
I was going to say, you know, kind of like modern animals, but then, of course, a gorilla and a cheetah and a rat and a rhino are all modern. I wouldn't see why they couldn't use them as like they're trademarked or anything. Well, let's just say they don't want to incorporate mass shifting so or, or prehistoric animals. So Dinobot I, and Rat Trap are out. I got it. It's It's really simple. The descendants of dinosaurs, your birds, your alligators. Oh my God! The raptor ostrich. Ostrich. That's that's not funny. Don't insult him ever like that ever again. I will think about it though. Think about it. (laughs) No, but that's yeah, man. You're absolutely right. Think about what was one of the first Megatron Beast War toys? Wasn't it an alligator? Megatron could be a Komodo dragon or an alligator. Yeah, there you go. Said in the chat. Well, there's also like I feel like there's. You know, we are talking about a fictitious world. Uh, like, I, I really, I really wouldn't want to limit it to be like even no prehistoric animals. You know, what if it's on an, a jungle island in no, South not, America? Blah blah. I'm blah. not trying to present limitations. I'm just saying in the right. If they paper, don't, if they don't use those, yeah, if they don't use the original characters. Mike, yeah. what? Uh, like what? What? Just pick one. Like, like don't. Oh, don't I am. Okay, so like, like Leo Prime or, or even then, then, uh, have, then have to call him Leo Prime because that's weird. Yeah, convoy. Leo convoy. What I was thinking. No, they would call him Leo Prime, or, or they maybe like Leo Prime, Lionicus, or something like that. Like I don't know, something. Leonidas. They could use oh the word Leo. They could use Leoric. They could just because they have that that uh, visionaries trademark still. Yeah, they could really call him Prowl based on Magnabus. Either way, no, because then you're gonna get me hyped for a Magnabus that's not coming. All right, you just calm, calm yourself, right? Relax. Oh my God! What if they introduced a Magna Boss? <laughs> oh, here we go. I uh, man, I'm. That's dude. That's tough because like I have I have a full collection of beast modes that I could look at and be like, what do I want? And honestly, it comes back. It comes back to the fucking marsupials. I want to see a kangaroo. <laughs> I just like I just want to see because like you know whatever like the, those you know thick muscle ass kangaroo legs become the robot mode arms somehow uh you know beefy another warrior type character like if, if they had to replace dinobot uh his alt mode or if he wasn't there i'd want it to be another just beefy muscle bound character just do or, the same thing with the tail mm-hmm. so if they did wolf fang i'm assuming wolf fang would be the size of a dire wolf from yeah. like Game of Thrones, right? So I'm assuming yeah, the same would like be Canada probably. All right, eh? I, I'm assuming the same would be for uh, canine, be about the size of a dire wolf, just a German Shepherd. But what I want to see, my pick would be Cyber Shark. Oh, aquatic that. based, and yeah. Underwater, an underwater enclosure at a like Ooh. a marine land or something like that. Maybe transmetal. To Cyber Shark because they could do like some sort of experiments. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. No, I mean it is an option that they definitely could do. Of course, but I, I would want out, it to be the first one. Yeah, yeah, I would want it to be Cyber Shark, the first one. Josh, what what about you, man? Um, going back to Tyler's question, I mean, I would go with <clears throat> Komodo Dragon Alligator for you know just keep it at reptiles for uh, the Preds here. And insects. And I'd be ins- fine with insects, yeah. Insect like you gotta have I'm I did like fan casting 
for this whole thing, and I had black arachnia in this movie. So you got to have the spiders, and yep. again, mass shifting. Um, yeah, I'm down. Like I'm down with it. So yeah. Is there is there oh, anything? What's like if they didn't pull any characters from the show? What is a character, like even Polarclaw? What is a character that you would like to see on the big screen? You know, I I would just love to see just any character, just to have something different. Primal, Cheetor, Rat Trap, you know, Waspinator, all of them. Just give me all of them. Just every every last one. Man, you echo the sentiment of every Beast Wars fan on the show and off the show. Bayformers left such a bad taste in my G1 <laughs> And Bumblebee kind of like brought it back a little bit. And- Yo, for real though, how mad would G1ers be if Beast Wars saved the franchise again? again. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking personally, I would be a little pissed. But oh, I think that'd be hilarious. I think like because then it would be like you know there is no like you know there there is no like any kind of doubt like you know it, it would be undebatable uh, if if Beast Wars came out and just sales skyrocketed again to to even to newer heights or even the same heights as as they were during the you know like I said the earlier the two thousand nine or two yeah two thousand nine to two thousand fourteen era. Um, you know, if you had that those kind of numbers again from from where Transformers is now, it's relatively low compared to that. The the you know there's stagnation within the brand and, and things like that. I haven't seen Bumblebee yet, but I know like it's it's been giving a lot of people hope. Um, still waiting on it to air on TNT. But, I will uh, echo Brother Kyle's sentiments and say, trash. Wow. Okay. It, yeah. You know something else that just came to mind. That I'd like to see it maybe take a little bit of a beast machine to take on it. Like maybe these Maximals are fugitives and they do yoga droves of Viacons <laughs> taking on Earth tank modes, maybe some Earth jets. Just so something, something like interesting. When I was listening to Nerd Rage, they before talked you about finish, before you finish, I, I just want to see Optimus Primal pick up a hammer and everyone in the theater jump up and scream. <laughs> <laughs> Or climb to the top of a really tall building and swatted biplanes. <laughs> Anything. Um, Even if it's just actually, at the zoo. So I don't know if I've told this story, but Josh, I'll tell it to you. So okay. before, before I continue with what I was saying about Nerd Rage, um, when I went, when I was a kid, I went to see uh, King Kong in theater, the one with, uh, by Peter Jackson with Jack Black in it. Love the story. And the scene where King Kong is fighting head-to-head against that T-Rex when they stopped to do their like five second stare down of each other, I stood up in the theater by myself in a full theater of people and screamed at the top of my lungs, Beast Wars! I was so <laughs> fucking happy at that moment in time because that was the closest I would have gotten to a Beast Wars. I mean, it shows it can be done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. and even, even back then, you know, in the, like movies have much bigger budgets now. Just look sure. what they're doing with Godzilla. I oh, mean, dude, I'm yes. so pumped to see that. Like, There is no excuse as to why they're not doing a Beast Wars movie. Yep. They, I mean, they like they teased it. They, I think they wanted to try to get us on board to watch the Bumblebee movie. To, yeah, And then, you know, like a few months after that, they were like, well, you know, cost prohibitive. You know, bleh. I think they're saving that for 2021. 
it would be smart. Like that's when they should for sure. But I mean, Tyler is gonna try and milk this uh, Bumblebee and Optimus Prime buddy cop shtick for a little while longer if they can. If they can, I agree. I do agree. So, that's Excuse again, but, again, um, watching Beast Wars uh, bring Transformers to the to the forefront, and saving it again. That is a. Uh, that's Chills. that's it watching the sun. That's watching the sunset on a grateful universe. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what I was saying about Nerd Rage, shout out to them. Um, they were talking about, uh, I guess Hasbro has launched its own animation studio now. Yes. So, it could mean. I'm not saying it. It is. This is purely my speculation. But it could mean that they could be trying to go after. Not only that they don't want to contract other animators out, but they could be trying to go after the same thing that Marvel and DC are doing by putting out their own animated movies. See, okay, so they are doing their own animation studio, but they're still like they're still lined up to get things done through Netflix. I think the reason they're doing that is because it will probably be cheaper on them in the end if they. <laughs> Dalton was fucking with this toy, and he would not make direct <laughs> eye contact with it. And then he decided to mute his mic because he knew the ratchets were coming through. I watched that whole thing unfold, you sneaky bastard. Jesus Christ. It looked like you were jerking yourself, man. Get a hold of yourself. Tyler. Turn your camera off. Tyler, thank you for being the uh, the audio the quality switch. cop. You're welcome. So, um, But no, shit. Where, what, what was I saying? Oh, the animation studio. The animation studio. The animation studio, I think, is because it will be cheaper on them instead of paying Netflix to use their animation studio. Um to yeah. and like at that point they're just using Netflix as as the, the platform, right? The uh the 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 vehicle, if you will. To, but to I get mean, they, stuff do out. they even have any Transformers left on there? I mean, they don't even have the third season of Prime on Transformers. They have, yeah, they have like season one of Transformers, uh, Ro- Robots in Disguise. They have Transformers Prime season one, and they have. I think that's. It. I think they have the last night. Yeah. I know they have that. To so, Netflix, but I'm yeah, but I'm just saying they don't have very many Transformers properties anymore, or ha- even Hasbro properties anymore on Netflix. No, they used to have Transformers Prime last I looked. They still have Predacons Rising on it last I looked, and they still had season one of Transformers Prime. They didn't have seasons two or three of Prime, though. Um, So there there is still some stuff on there, but again, like I think that's a lot of it has Mm. to do with just getting their ducks in a row. I remember a time when uh, Beast Wars was on Netflix. So um, G1. I don't remember G1, but I do remember Beast Wars. Long ass time ago. I I remember G1 being on there. Uh, So. Like I said, I think the animation studio is just the cheaper alternative to, to having it actually made and using Netflix as the, the sailboat. I remember when G1 was on there because that was before me and Becker were together. That was like seven years ago, six, seven mm-hmm. years ago. It's been a long time. That's how long Netflix has been around, boys. Take it in. Hell yeah. Dude, I remember Netflix when they used to mail you a DVD in the mail. <laughs> yeah. When Netflix was Gamefly. That's what everybody <laughs> <laughs> So, Dope. you know, I think that's something to really look forward to uh, altogether is just what they're going to be pumping out animation wise, what all is going to be Netflix exclusive, what's going to other places. Because we know, you know, like they're we know that this this new stuff, it's going to be the first thing is going to be based off of Siege. 
-hmm. and you know it, it, whether or not it ties into the current comic book or this or that or whatever if it's something like machinima did we don't know none of those details are there but it, it opens up some good opportunity because uh, i don't think netflix is going to green light anything that's going to suck um man spitter 47 in the chat movie Spitter47 in the chat says, I watched G1 on Netflix DVD. Shout <laughs> <laughs> yeah, out to the Netflix OG here. Man, the, uh, up, the man. grandfathered in Netflix generation, literally. Yeah, really. So, uh, so well, yeah. Josh, man, like, thank that, you very much for bringing that topic to our discussion, man. Like, this is a great, great discussion. Tyler, you, had, you said you had a follow-up topic to this? I do. Okay. And it also, it also pays tribute to uh, Blackout and Shout. So they uh Josh sorry before I go on Josh this Josh Fisher says season 1 of Prime on Netflix Predacons Rising is gone. Oh wow, okay. Wow. Redonkulous. So our friends over at Blackout and Shout have been challenging us on their Facebook page. They keep posting these versus um posts between G1 and Beast Wars. And I mean, you know what our answers are. But it's interesting to me because they're primarily a G1 fan base on that show, in the chat, and uh, just overall, they're mostly G1 fans. And they're posting these. So this one was posted today. Rat Trap versus Rumble. Who you got? It's it's, fr it's frenzy, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's purple. It's rumble. It's uh, had to. It's bluish Atu. purple. It's frenzy. It's just a, I'm a, I'm a comics guy, so that's where that's where my heart is. All right, who you got? Who you got for that one? Oh, it's rat trap all day. Okay. I, do, I mean, yeah. and I'll, I can. I mean, like, let's let's okay, let's go ahead through like through the explanation as to why, because um. You know, Rat Trap took Ravage out with relative ease, and I've always thought that Ravage was kind of like the most deadly of Soundwave's cassettes. You know, I do agree. And on top yep. of that, like after the upgrades, he was uh, a Predacon spy, and I mean, he he took him out with his own hardware at that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's you know, I think that Rat Trap would have no problems at all with uh, Frenzy or Rumble because they're kind of like adults. You know what I mean? They're kind of uh, the comic relief. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're they're they're, just, they're dumb, you know. And uh, all, all they can do is cause an earthquake. Ooh. I think I think Rat Trap would have problems with Soundwave. I don't think he would have problems with Soundwave's lackeys. Mm -mm. That's fair. That's yeah. <clears throat> but uh, I think so he would just. Uh, I think oh, I think Rumble oh, or Frenzy perfect. would get those little pile drivers out, and I think that. Uh, I think that rat trap would just throw some sticky bombs on him and walk away and the explosion would happen, you know, on his back, just like in the movies. Well, and rat trap's got better tactics too. He's more stealthy. He's the tech genius, basically of the group. It's demolitions I mean, experts, spy guy. Yeah, yeah. To quote him specifically, he's a, a master. What does he say? A master something. Marksman. Uh, mar master marksman. Uh, Demolitions expert. Real quick, Josh. Uh, man, thank you. Uh, Josh Fisher said that the official G1 toy release was Frenzy. So is the upcoming Encore re-release. Frenzy is blue. Ooh, is red. Take that, Levy. Right, <laughs> You'll know what that shot is at for uh, when we get to the next one. 
So the next verses that they posted, which was posted on the 22nd, was Rhinox versus G1 Ironhide. And I mean, they already they already went through this on their show, Who Wins? And Levy specifically says he thinks get get that trash. Oh, that was it. No, <laughs> trash again. Trash. Trying to, trying to find it. What are you doing to me? Yeah, he reposts a lot. Let's scroll. Let's just scroll. Ooh, nudes. I'm a kiss you and I'm a kill you. Ooh. Stop screen sharing. I'm just trying to get. I'm just trying to get down to it. Oh man. Ah, so what's interesting about this too is. 90% of the comments on that have been rat trap. Even from like hardcore G1 guys are saying a rat trap would take uh frenzy no problem. Crumble. I would have to say rat trap too. There we go. Okay. So it's unanimous. Like I said, the next one is Rhinox versus Ironhide. And Levy got in there and said at a range, he obviously doesn't know Rhinox too well, but he says at a range, he thinks Rhinox could win. Because Rhinox had those giant spinning guns, the Gatling guns. Uh, but he thinks if Ironhide got up close, he would murder and destroy Rhinox. Um, also, he says what he would like to see is Ironhide to rip off Rhinox's head and shit down his neck. I'm not paraphrasing. Oh my god. So vile. Yeah. So, Levy, I would just like to say to you... Liquid nitrogen. That'll That's cool you off. <laughs> I'm tired of looking for it. We post too much bullshit on that Stasis Slug page. Either way. <laughs> Anyways, Either way. Rhinox, versus, Rhinox versus Ironhide. Man, like, Rhinox had a hole knocked through his chest, and he yeah. got up and made breakfast the very next day uh, after finishing that fight. So um, Ironhide, like, he got, like, shot in the upper chest area, like the shoulder. And he went oh down part of the mode. And I was his head being blown off that killed him. Doesn't matter. He was still well, down well, by yeah, But here's man. the thing. Here's the thing. Rhinox gets shot. He goes down. He keeps fighting. Ironhide got shot and went down. No, Megatron. Please let me kiss your little tinky toes. No, please don't kill me. <laughs> Bang. Head gone. Or how does that? How, what was that meme that went around like fucking ten years ago? Boom. Headshot. You know what I'm saying? Like fuck Ironhide. Rhinox all the way with respect. Absolutely. I think the, the other one that they did, the, the third and last one was Primal versus Prime. No. And like oh what no no no. It was Megatron versus Megatron. Was it Megatron versus Megatron? Yeah. So Beast Wars Megatron versus G1 Megatron. And to be fair, they're also talking about the toys as well. Um but as far as characters go. That's that's what we're talking about right now. The characters, um, the character for uh, I think I think Beast Wars Megatron would edge him out slightly, not with firepower per se, but just with strict cunning and wit um, and tactics. I mean, no, yeah, well, that's Meg- what Megatron was. Megatron was a tactician. Yeah, G one Megatron subs his toe. Retreat. So, 
Yeah. And then G1 Megatron is very two dimensional as a character as well. Yeah, he's just evil. I mean, if you, if you, now if you wanted to, if they wanted to, to heighten the stakes and say Beast Wars Megatron versus IDW Megatron, then we've got a real true holy shit discussion on our hands. But um, okay, so listen, I do have to give credit to G1 Megatron. I have read the um, I've read the official history, the uh, Transformers Exodus and Exiles, and being you know a gladiator forged in the Kaon Pit, so on and so forth. By all means, Megatron is a force to be reckoned with. And yes, he did decimate like galaxies or whatnot. But given the opportunity, Beast Wars Megatron conquered Cybertron. Something something that definitely wasn't thought of him. And then I don't think G1 Megatron really did. Like, sure, he didn't conquer Cybertron. He the Autobots left. Because they're like, no, okay, fine, you can just have it. And he was like, no, stop, wait for me, I'm coming. And chased <laughs> after them and just kind of destroyed <laughs> shit on the way. So Beast Wars Megatron is 100% uh, tempered steel and sex appeal, whereas G1 Megatron is a flaming purse pistol. And Josh, uh, oh, Josh Fisher just, god damn it. Josh Fisher yes, just we get it. No, 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 just uh, for, the, uh, for the doubters out there. Really, just lost my headphones. Hanging That's my a, that is a blue guy, and that is a frenzy. Wow! Suck it, yeah. nerds. And I go by the cartoon, so that's where I'm going. So now, as far as toys go, I mean, I think. Dude, MP36 is a, is a fantastic toy. Like, having owned it, um, it, I mean, it really was kind of, like, I think Sunstreaker was right before him, but you really saw, like, where the engineering was heading and, and more so into Beast Wars with the release of MP36 and all the moving parts that he had. Uh, MP43 Megatron is, uh, it's another one. It's now, while he doesn't necessarily have a ton of moving parts, uh, it still just has all of that. Masterpiece. Both, wow. I feel like they're both, yeah, but they're both tied when it comes to presence, especially on a shelf. Um, I think that the Beast Wars Megatron does it a little better in the backpack area, considering how much has to fold up. Um, but we don't display our figures from the back, so it's kind of a moot point. I think as far as paint goes, I think with the new technology that they're using for the Beast Wars. Oh yeah, with the digital printing opposed, you know, opposed to actual. Yeah, I mean they they do the the Beast Wars toys do utilize actual paint apps. Um, some of that digital printing though, like over the time, like you know, Primal has had uh, mine pay, at least, yeah. and some other folks have have uh, mentioned that there is some rub, and it's mostly on like what becomes his caps in robot mode. Yeah, yeah. from that having to pull that joint. Oh. Right, and, you know, and from the oils from your fingers and so on and so forth. <clears throat> While it's not a glaring thing. I actually like, I, I told people for the longest, no, mine doesn't have it. And then I actually looked at mine. I was like, Oh shit, it has it. So yeah, it's minor, but too. it's still, you know, something that, that could, uh, cause any, any issues, but no different than your standard pain applications that can scratch off with, uh, wear, tear accidents, so on and so forth. Correct. Now, as far as engineering though, how many defects did Megatron have the G one MP 36? 
some folks were reporting breakages, I think, in the arms and like a another the barrel. barrel. Did the barrel break? Yeah, it's off the, off the hinge. Oh, it did. Yeah. Okay. I oh, remember. wow. Yeah. Which uh, now it breaking off the hinge, I would, well, yeah, it's well, got to pull off. It broke off the base that the hinge was attached to, like whenever you go yeah. to pull off the silencer. So that just seems to be a Megatron curse. Shout out to Transmental Megatron. Yeah. But uh, um, I mean, even looking at the original toys, I mean, the Beast Wars ones are going to look a ton better. I mean, Ironhide was literally just a chair with a windshield. That's and, true. And, no, no, no. We're talking. Arms. No, no, no. We're we're just talking about the two Megatron figures. Because when it comes to Ironhide, the figures posted, although kind of lopsided, <laughs> I'm gonna give it to Beast Wars because Ironhide masterpiece Ironhide versus Generations Rhinox. I think the update to Generation Rhinox looks far better than the masterpiece Ironhide. And I think that's maybe it's just a suggestive thing. But as far I don't as know, man, because I still think that masterpiece Ironhide. Now, if you if you talk about like classics uh, generations Ironhide uh, as a comparison, then Rhinox beats it out all day. But as a masterpiece, going from G one and even going from classics to the you know masterpiece, that masterpiece Ironhide, man, uh, that that like I, I really, as much as I want my my bias to get in the way, I, I just can't allow that. That's all I was doing is letting my bias get in the way. It's a masterpiece. Like, masterpiece, it doesn't compare to classics. You know what I mean? It's on a whole, right. whole other level. Right. So Comparing classics to classics, comparison. original to original, there's there's no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. And the last one is, I guess, it was the Generations Rat Trap and a, uh, I'm going to call him Frenzy now, the Frenzy statue that had the, the moving things. And I'm going to give it to Rat was, Trap. Was that, the, was that the statue or was that the MMC one? That was the MMC one. That's what I thought. Oh, is it MMC? Oh, I didn't yeah, know that it, it came with a stand. Yeah. It comes with the piece that uh, makes the, the pile drivers move, doesn't it? Yes. Oh. That's what. Well, then again, I, I don't think that I don't think it's a fair comparison, but if it like since we have to, I'm going to give it to the MMC one. See, because... realistically, man, they really should have chose the uh, either the United Frenzy and Rumble. I think or, what they did was they chose the the best representations of those characters. Well, man, they're gonna they're gonna run out of stuff pretty soon. Um, I like, you agree? I, I, level playing field. That's all we're asking for, fellas. Level playing field. I think I think if we're gonna do this, guys, I think it needs to be character versus character, and then yeah. when the toy comes out, we need a whole different thread for that. Um, but I'm only entertaining the full thing for now because that's what's presented. And I don't want to leave any stone unturned. Um, real quick, Levy will I, pick it up and throw it at me. I'm going to move the collecting for value or enjoyment topic to uh, another week. Maybe not necessarily next week or another week. We've been going for two hours, and I had a question. I just had one question in the chat. Uh, that was from Cryotex Customs. And he asks, uh, I'm assuming it's he, uh, what can you do to prevent chrome flaking? So... There's a couple of things. You can go out and get some clear coat. I wouldn't recommend uh, the, what is it called? The, the Dura color. It starts with a D. I can't remember the name of it. I wouldn't recommend that, and I wouldn't recommend Krylon. Um, I would recommend getting something from Tamiya. Tamiya has a like a lacquer uh, clear coat in a, in a can. It's a little pricey. but So that would work? 
it, it should seal it. I mean, th- in theory, you just need to seal it. And right. most people, however, uh, now, depending on the piece, like, there's some stuff you're going to have to tape off because uh, that lacquer clear coat they have is like a semi-gloss. You can maybe get a matte, but you would probably want to keep it glossy. Um, so, something that I ran into when I did the perfect or the master grade Exia was the chrome on mine. I had to actually tape off because if I didn't, the clear coat would actually cloud the chrome. Right. Um, so now, I don't know if that would be the same if it's a plastic thing or if it's a the chrome that they used or what. But and which what like you used you used that Krylon stuff though, didn't you? No, no, no. I used the Tamiya. The Tamiya was it was coat. it matte or was it semi semi gloss? Semi gloss. Huh. That's interesting. Well, then at that point, I would say try it on on a piece that's already busted. Uh, yeah, definitely. that's that's just I haven't had to to do that. But the go to method is using a uh, pledge floor polish with the future shine, future shine. Yeah. and essentially brushing that on lightly uh, and, and doing it in even coats because it's, it's floor hard is all it is. Mm-hmm. And that's going to add another layer and that dries like clear, clear. So that is a, is another thing you can do. I wonder if you could do like the old, uh, I say old, you know, what, like what a lot of diorama builders do where they mix water and like, regular old Elmer's glue, PVA glue, mm. because, you know, that glue dries clear, but, you know, mixing it with water, putting it in a squirt bottle and spraying it down, uh, as long as, again, as long as you have the proper pieces taped off so nothing seizes up or, or what have you, maybe that would also add um, a, a, a layer of protection. But the go-to method seems to be future. Uh, and I've, I've tried a, a, another floor polish of, uh, Varnish, hardener, whatever. It wasn't the pledge stuff with the future protection, and it didn't quite work. Maybe I did it wrong. Uh, whatever. I tried it on my beast machines. Uh, blast charge, and it, it didn't. It didn't work out for me too well. He's still. He's still kind of flaking. Again, he may be too far gone, or you know, uh, something. Something to that effect. Right. Those are my recommendations. Uh, again, if you can't get your hands on. Uh, future or yeah, the, the future floor polish. It's called something else now, um, but you can Google it and it'll pop up and that'll be the stuff you get. This is in a different bottle. I'll try the Tamiya stuff on a Junker Transmetal too. And, try try uh, that and try the uh, try the try the the watered down PVA. See if that works because I think that will work as long as it's even you know covered coating. Yeah, it should be that. Sh- in my opinion, should work because of its clear drying properties. Okay, cool. And then last thing, Cryotex Custom says, Rhinox wins that any day. Ironhide got killed by his Megatron. Rhinox manhandled Megatron on more than one occasion. Even and that is a perfect note to end off on. He even Thank usurped him in a... Uh, uh, usurped? Usurped? Whatever. Usurped. Usurped, usurped, yeah. usurped. He usurped him uh, in Beast Machines, even. He was a more successful Starscream than Starscream. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So, but with that, I guess we should get out of here. Yeah. So, Mike, where can everyone find you at, man? Everywhere as Angry Mike. Dalton. Everywhere Daltonian STFs. Josh. SLB Vlog. Tyler. Oh, hey there. No, I won't do it again. Hey, <laughs> find me on Stasis Log. Awesome. Right here. I am Primal Sabbath. You can find me everywhere at Primal Sabbath. 
Uh, don't forget to go like the Stacey's Lock Facebook page if you haven't already. You can see all the things that we post there. Even Tyler posts some weird videos. Dalton's got our uh, little Stacey's Lock jingle posted up. You can find that. Uh, Josh, we want to thank you again uh, for coming on, man. It's awesome discussion. Awesome topic, man. Gave me goosebumps. Thanks. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, next time, I'll give you my fan cast. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. For sure. We'll, we'll have a part two. We'll absolutely do a part two. Absolutely. But man. in the meantime, you can check out some awesome shows on the Cool Table Network, such as Shattercast Uncut, Enter the Realm, Toy Detox, Figure Banging, Beers and Bolters 40K, Plastic Fanatics, Breaking the Mold, Nerd Rage Radio, Fresh Communications, Building Up to It, Verbally Challenged, Masterpiece Shit Piece Theater, and a few of our other honorable, favorable mentions. Back and Forth, Tedious Podcast Network, Blackout and Shout, All Queued Up, Off the Runner, Bed Bath and Bionicle, Cybercast, around 30 minutes with Deluxe Baldwin, and of course, you can uh, go check out all of Josh's stuff with the SLB blog. Um, so, until then, everyone, thank you for watching. We had a great show. We're glad that you all in the chat uh, joined us for it, and we'll see y'all next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.